hey, there's a chance we'll be using our grown-up language in this episode. So if you have little kids around, you might want headphones. You might also want a stiff drink. Hey, I'm not judging. Please parent responsibly. This is Lisa. And this is Designated Parents. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. It's a Designated Parents. That's actually not the show. We're no. Designated Parent. Parent. Only one of us. Only one of us is designated. Mm-hmm. It's always Adam. Truth. <laughs> there are rare occasions when it is me, but usually it is Adam. It's usually because the I am the podcast has gone totally a over. lightweight. Yes. And yes. So how's your week going? Mm. Oh, I forgot to mention we're drinking red wine. We are drinking red wine. It is a red wine I bought at the grocery store because it had a cool label. Oh, yeah. It's like all typefaces and Klein Family Farms. Klein Family, yeah. Klein Family Cellars, Zinfandel, Contra Costa County in California. Yeah. Three generations of grape growing. Oh, good for them. Yeah. Over 100 years. Yeah. Good for them. I feel like that's very... Celebratory, good job. Good job, good job, Klein family. Um, But yeah, I bought it at the grocery store because it had a cool label. Because that's how you get me to buy wine. Yep, Uh it has a cool label, and our grocery store carries it. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's that's about it. I am like the bar is very low with grocery store wine. Like, yeah, I'm just like, you know what? It costs less than it costs less than like ten or fifteen dollars. Get wine that isn't the grocery store. I don't understand. I mean, you can buy wine at the liquor store. Yeah, but I mean, like our liquor store sells wine, and I was cruising through a liquor store, and I saw our very favorite, my very favorite wine mm-hmm. that they no longer carry at my grocery store, and I bought two bottles <laughs> because I'm like, oh, I miss you, Sledgehammer. That's true. You're my favorite. Um, but yeah, I don't go to the liquor store to buy wine. No, no. But well, like for the most part, I. I'm pretty confident um, in choosing a wine that will just, that will at least be okay. Sure. You know, I'm like, I like Cabernet. I like Zinfandel. Um, it doesn't have to be like real. Is there a wine you don't like? I don't like cheap Merlot. That's my problem. Uh, I like Merlot. But, but like, like good this. pricey stuff. But like this Merlot is like $45 the bottle mints. You know, like, I like expensive Merlot. Um, but not cheap. I don't like Merlot I can afford. <laughs> That's my problem. That's my problem with Merlot. Um, mm-hmm. I don't mind Moscato. It is like a very fruity dessert wine. Sure. Um, but you just, you just gotta know what you're in for. I love, uh, Pinot Noir from the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> like, Oregon Pinot Noir is like... That's your jam. That's my jam. I love that. Yeah, and I like Zinfandel from California. I like uh, Argentinian wine. Mm. I like Argentinian wine a lot. Um, yeah, like you're flexible, I, right? I I you're like wine bedextrous. right? I like a French ro- I like a French rosé mm-hmm. that's like very dry and summery. Like yes, please. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like most wine. I don't love, um, and this, like, I don't love, 
a dry white wine for some reason. I like a sweet white wine or a bubbly yeah. white wine, but like a super dry white wine, like a oaky Chardonnay. I'm like, meh, it's fine. And I'll drink it um, with a meal. Yeah. But not gotta, necessarily on its own. It's going to be playing in a tea. But red wine has like wormed its way into my heart. <laughs> I, will, I will drink it now at any time. Look at you being all Look at me being very, not really, not really very sophisticated. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm open-minded and willing. Well, I'm curious. And willing, I'm willing to try anything. Like anybody, anything, any, like you mix it for me and I'll drink it. They're like, we made this and it has this and this and this. And I'll be like, okay, I'll try it. I'll finish this glass. Yeah. I'll finish a glass of anything handed to me. I, I will. I will. Which like, you know, might, might make me. Easy to drug? Yes. Yes, I mean I, for the most part, drink at home. <laughs> I, don't, I don't drink like so in public. Can't confer, ladies and gentlemen. No. I don't drink in public actually very much. Because um, Baptist, right? <sighs> but anyway, how was our week? Busy seems feels mm-hmm. like it was real busy. We had stuff like every day of the week. I mean, we have been having stuff every day of the week for a while. Yeah, but like, yes, since like mid. 21 when things y'all, came back online. Y'all, just, I'm not, I'm still not ready. I'm not ready. I'm ready to go out. I don't want to. <laughs> can't make me. No, it's been, it's been okay. Like, we had some college friends come over to our house that we see like ladies? once a year. And they're some of our favorite people. Uh, but it's nice. It's nice to catch up in person and not like on a text thread that is just all memes and gifts. <laughs> a lot of Shit's Creek gifts. So, I send almost exclusively Shit's Creek gifts <laughs> in that text thread because they're brilliant. Honestly, yeah. there's not there's not an emotion to be felt that in life expressed by Levy's eyebrows. That can, yes, it's true. It's honestly true. It is absolutely true. Um, also, most importantly, I smoked 15 pounds of pork shoulder guys it was so much so much it was delicious it's so good it was delicious but now i'm like okay so um we need to eat all of the food in the fridge before i make more food and all of my kids are losing their fucking minds over this and i was like hey buddy the second you get a job and Mm -hmm. drive your ass to the grocery store and make the food like i think i might volunteer to bring at least five pounds of our pork to um to your game night to game night on okay. Tuesday. Do you need more like uh, slider buns? I might, I might. I'm gonna run it by the team and see if that's okay. Okay, so the thing about pork sliders is they're not super board game friendly. <laughs> well, we don't. Okay, so remember, we're not necessarily playing. That's board true. Games. We're we, well, you don't have like pieces D&D. and right. uh, cards and to handle. My my D and D journal. Um, there was an unfortunate incident that caused a small wine spill to stain mm-hmm. some of the pages of my D and D journal. I'm like, well, that makes it official. Like that looks really good. Right, looks great. I mean, I'm playing a dwarf, so. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, yeah. If it was me, it'd be more I am, authentic. I think that's. I am willing thing, but... to have that pork go out into the universe because now I'm like, okay, I guess we could have, like, so we have we can have barbecue sliders, we can have carnitas, we can have breakfast tacos, yeah, we can make we can make some kind of like ginger garlic uh, stir fry. Yeah, yeah, vibe. There's some options um, there with pork. And yeah, I kept it a relatively neutral 
It's it's not it, it's delicious and it is neutrally spiced where you can be like I'm gonna add like cumin and tangent and boom this is like yeah so it was uh, but it was good I'm I'm pleased with how it turned out mm-hmm. and I'm I'm getting my smoker and right it's delicious um but because uh I and I'm learning that this is a, a neuro non divergence thing I can eat the same thing every day. <laughs> Yeah, I can eat the same thing every day for like years (laughs) and it not be an issue. Yeah, yeah. Um, Um, But uh, non-neurodivergent people like really push back against that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'm like, "Mm." apparently we do. Fine. Like, I think that's been Fine. good for us to realize. You're like, so maybe that's your brain. But maybe like... that's my, my, and you know what? My brain's better because I can eat the same thing every day for years. Is it? Yes. Is it? It is. It's I mean, great. Maybe there's that like one bonus. It's a pretty good bonus. Yeah. Honestly, it's pretty great. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are some drawbacks. <laughs> Much of it all balances out in the end. <laughs> We learn. We learn to work with our strengths. I'm gonna say that. Yeah, sure. Well, we're there. We lean in. We lean in. We do. So, uh, we also watched a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a movie I saw a while back, and I've seen a few times. But I have never seen it. I saw it in the theaters. Uh, and true to my form, I watched it, but was also bored. Because <laughs> it's a Marvel movie. Because it's a movie. Uh. Uh, again, neurodivergent. I don't think you can make it through. Movies are so long. Movies are too long. They are. Too long. Um, you got me for 45 minutes, and then I'm like, what time is it? What were those shoes I wanted to order online? But in like, this, this movie's defense, Tom Holland, charming as fuck. Truly. Truly. So we watched um, Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Also Zendaya, like, throwing some real mood. Yes. Yes. Uh, she was my favorite part of that movie. By far. I have very good news. By far. <laughs> she was my favorite part of that movie. Her role in the next one only increases. Only increases. That's good. Yeah. Is she just as surly? It would make me really sad if she, like, became very sweet. Oh, no, no. She's... Okay. Like, sardonic and sarcastic. Perfect. And just everything you love about her in this first movie. Mm-hmm. Like, they just were, like... I think they were, like, kind of floating her as a maybe, just to see how the crowd would react. And the crowd was like, yes, please. Yes, please, like, more. Okay. I'll oblige. Perfect. So. Yeah, because if she became, like, a very sweet girl next door, I'd be like, mm, Oh, gosh, no. What is, what is happening here? But, yeah, so we watched Spider-Man Homecoming. This is the first of the Tom Hollands. Yes. You have seen some of okay. the Tobey I Maguire's. saw the very first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Mm. And it was fine. I think I saw some of Spider-Man 2. Doc Ock Spider-Man? I remember the little Asian lady playing the ukulele singing Spider-Man. I believe that was in the first one where Green Goblin attacks. I don't know. So I definitely saw Spider-Man 1 of uh, Tobey Maguire Mm -hmm. at some point in my life. I don't think I ever saw any other Spider-Man other than the Spider-Man original. Okay, original cartoon yes i've seen all (laughs) i've seen all of that Mm spider-man i've seen a lot of spider-man and his amazing friends right with uh starfire and iceman isn't i guess isn't that the original no no no, the original is from the 60s yeah so like that is all all of my um nerd cred is like 
OG. Like, I am, I am like OG Star Trek. I am like OG (laughs) Spider-Man. You really need to watch Strange New Worlds then. Yeah, maybe. Um, It has a great flavor of that. Yeah, so all of my, all of my nerd cred is like, I watched all of the original and then was like. Too cool for the rest. Yeah. And then I'm done with you. Like, I'm over you. (laughs) So. Yeah, uh, so that's my, that's my, I did, and I enjoyed Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, but like, Toby has a real smug vibe. Which I'm not here for. Our kids, and so, I don't feel like Spider-Man is smug. So like, Spider-Man should be like, what the fuck is going on? I am a teenager. I'm smart. But, like... I this, have no way to process but, the situation. But this is a lot of shit. You know, like... And Tobey Maguire always seemed too slick and too... Like, just kind of, like, skating through on... Yeah, too slick and too knowing. Like, yeah. he was not... Uh, he kind of has. He was too smooth. He was too smooth to be Spider Man. Uh-huh. Like he had decent biceps, sure, whatever. Like, yeah, but yeah, he um he gets spoilers called mm-hmm. the uh, cool youth pastor Spider Man. My kids uh, who have seen this movie lost their shit. Because that yeah. <laughs> that's from the Spider Man No Way Home. Yeah, um, they call him. The cool Spider-Man. Really? So, cool so, so are you just going in as, like, cool youth pastors, or do you have, like, a uniform under that? And he's he, like, shut up, man. Yeah. Um, and he, he does kind of give off that energy of, like, the kid that's too, the guy that's still too cool for the room, like, trying to, like, but, like, trying to broadcast that he's too cool for the room. Right, I, I right. Andrew Garfield, kind of like a wowza, like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so that worked. But, right. I, I like a Spider-Man to be like, oh my god, you guys, did you see that? <laughs> So this one starts off with Tom Holland absolutely doing that, which is basically he's getting picked up Mm -hmm. from uh, New York and taken to Berlin to fight Captain America, who's freaking out in Civil War. In Civil War. And the way they recap this all kind of before the opening credits is that he's making like a video blog. (laughs) He's like like vlogging. He's like doing YouTube videos. <laughs> and he's like, I mean, at one point, you know, he's he's trying to, he's like in his hotel room and trying to put on his old suit, you know, that's all crappy. And Happy walks in and is like, what are you doing? The suit's in the other room. And he's like, there's more rooms in this hotel? He's like, have you, have have you, you ever been, been to a hotel before? before? <laughs> and so he takes him to the other room and there's the new suit. And so he puts it on. And then like, he's like doing stuff around the airport in Berlin during like the big battle scene. But it's all from his perspective, which is just, like, real, like, shaky cuts and him screaming a lot. And, like, him trying to explain things and then looking up and, like, Ant-Man has gone big. And he's like, oh, that guy's big now. I gotta go. Right. So he's like, I, t- I, took-, I took Captain America's shield. It was fucking amazing. <laughs> you guys, this is this is great. Yeah. And then he's, like, back in, um, like, the car and Tony Stark's, like, driving home, like, trying to come up with an internship cover story. Right. It's like, so just tell your aunt that you were in an internship and, like, I'll call you if I need you. And he's like, but you're definitely going to call me, right? Because, like... Yeah. Like, like I... I'm this... pinning a lot of my teenage identity on this thing. Right. Right. This was the coolest thing that has ever happened to me. And without this, like, I'm nobody. Right. So Tony's like, yeah, sure. And he, like goes to like open the door behind him and Tom Holland like well 
Peter Parker, they are the same person. Right, right. Thinks they're hugging, and so he hugs him. He's like, I'm not hugging you. I'm just going to unlock the door, because you don't understand how doors work. Yeah, because I'm just trying to, like, I'm trying to get you out, man. So, yeah. But but tell your uh, Aunt May she's hot. <laughs> like, give her my number. Just like very smarmy, and it was like, uh, don't you have a steady girlfriend and/or a fiance at this point? Like, when has that ever slowed Tony Stark down? Y'all, y'all, like, I don't believe that he is in a polygamous, like, or polyamory, like, open relationship. I don't think Pepper would be here for that, but maybe she would, and that's like, that's not bar crested. And if that is the case, then they're really doing. Tony Stark a disservice and that like he's like an openly honest person with who he is yeah and what he wants Tony Stark is just a slime ball yeah like that's the thing I think he just wants everything including Pepper and he's every just... other female in his, in his line of sight well but then like you need to be like upfront. Yeah, you'd be like, listen, this is what I'm into. and if Right, and like, if you're, you're like cool no, th- it. no thanks or like okay, sounds good because I hope like Pepper is also like, enjoying the f- yeah enjoying the fruits of the polyamory if if that's and they do and they do not show that and that makes me sad yeah well i mean heaven forbid we like have a positive <laughs> Wait, view of female sexuality right like know. we prioritize like, uh female pleasure no we're not going there this is a comic book what are you doing i mean like <laughs> male gaze male gaze a hundred percent um but also, we have to back up a little bit, because this is not actually how the movie starts. Because it starts with uh, the cleanup of Grand Central Station after the last, or the first Avengers movie. After the first Avengers movie, The Battle of New York, where there's all this just, like, alien shit everywhere. <laughs> Which is, like, it is one of the things that you kind of watch these movies and you think to yourself... They destroyed, like, at least seven city blocks. Oh. Like... And that, some significant that, land start, right. my marks. That that is a conservative estimate. Oh yeah. Um, like there, swaths of Manhattan are uninhabitable. Right. There are parts of the subway that are crumbled. Like mm-hmm. this. Yeah. I mean, so Hawkeye has some references to that too. Disaster. Like that. Avengers one wrecked people's lives. And right, like and they never innocence. And right, and they weren't they weren't here to clean it up. No. But, um... Hawkeye also wasn't there to clean it up. So, like... Honestly, what is he gonna do? I, he has muscles. He can pick some shit up. Like... I mean, like, he's just as much as good as anybody, any other stiff. But also, was he there? No. No, he wasn't helping. Like, just be Like, even though he doesn't have special skills in picking up shit... I mean, like... Does it mean he couldn't well, pick shit like, up? Hulk... If you were like, we need to clean this shit up, and Hulk's like, I'm there, and he hulks out, he can... Right, he can, he can, he can do a little more right. than the average human. But also, none of those people were there. Thor could help, Iron Man could, like, automate this whole thing and right. help. Right, he could, like, magnetize them all, he could make, like, a giant magnet and just suck all this shit up. But no. But do yeah. they do that? No. So they leave it to this guy, uh, Tombs. Mm-hmm. What's I forget his first name. I don't have that right now. But um, I want it to be something real benign, like Kevin. Yeah, <laughs> but his last name is Tombs, and he's Michael Keaton, who is looking fantastic, Fanta- aged but like a fine wine. Okay, okay, but that's because of the patriarchy. Fair. Um, we didn't see Kim Basinger in this movie. Yes, uh, I was like, oh boy, he definitely. 
would have had way more needles in his face if he yeah he's allowed was, to age. was female presenting mm-hmm. um yeah he looks his age he looks his age but he's doing well he also he, is a, he's, a, he's a great actor oh yeah he's a fantastic actor um but they're cleaning up grand central station when a government agency storms in and basically shuts him down mm-hmm. he's like what the fuck? We had a contract with the city to do this. And they're like, not anymore. We're the government, bitch. Yeah, we've taken over cleanup. We have now the Department of Damage Control. Right. I, and I'm sorry, I can't do anything about it. But if you have a problem, you can, like, put in with my supervisors. And he's... And then she just walks away. Like, she doesn't give him, like, here's my card. Here's no. you call for compensation. We'll... Yeah. You're we'll, breaking your contract, so therefore... We're... Okay. So this is why government contracts cost. This is why government contracts cost bazillions of dollars. Right. Even city contracts. Um, So the thing is that whenever you look, what you look at it and you're like, oh, my God, this is like seven times more than a regular like, you know, it's like, oh, I need to build a fence. And you're like, this is seven times more than a fence cost. Yeah. Um, But the reason is because the government can cancel that contract at any time with no. uh Penalties. Right. What do you, you so, sue them? So if you're gonna roll that dice, absolutely you're gonna get <laughs> you're your gonna cash get, up front. You're gonna get seven times more and it's gonna be at least half of it up front. Yeah. Um so he has seven times more what this uh would cost and he has probably at least a fourth of it up front. Yeah. And so from he, the city. Well, and his point is, you know, I bought trucks, I hired guys, these have family, I have a family, like right, we right. were depending on this. We're just starting and you're just waltzing in here and one of the guys is like maybe you should never extend yourself He's like, which was like really a dick thing to say like yeah. you did not need to talk random dude in a suit and a hard hat also suit and a hard hat guy i automatically do not trust you no like and when you get punched in the face by michael keaton i'm like you kind of have you know what guy. i don't feel bad for you at all yeah. there's like <laughs> four dudes in like overalls and like car hearts and like hard hats in the background i'm like those guys those guys mm-hmm. are fine. Suit and a hard right. hat guy. And, uh, you know, steely government lady, to her credit, is like, stand down. Like... No, no, no. You're like... He's you're, having a bad day. You Also, you were being a douche. You did not need to say that. Like, just shut the fuck up and let us do our job. Yeah, fair enough. So everybody, back in the car. You guys back in your car. Mm-hmm. And turn in all your shit before the end of the day. Right. And there's... Or there's gonna be a problem. Yes, um, but how that should have gone down <laughs> is a uh, steely government lady would have been like, thank you for your service. Here is a stipend for all of your workers. Here is a stipend for you. Like, yeah, um, here is. So we are the Department of Damage Control. We're going to be taking this on. If you would like to apply for jobs, wink, wink, you're. Like, right. here's the front of the line. Right, right. Here's the, here's how you do your same job, but now for government, like, for federal government money instead of through the city, yeah. you know, privatization yeah. of uh, scavengers. Yeah. And so, but no, that doesn't go that way. And mm-hmm. so they all go back to the, like, warehouse and they're all, you know, pissed and angry and throwing shit. And moping. Yeah. And one of the dudes is like, hey, there's this big thing of shit that we are supposed to well and they're they're watching the news and about how the government has uh whatever 
combined, partnered, partnered with Stark Enterprises to do the cleanup. And they're like, so now the assholes who caused all of this damage are paid to clean it up. And they're like, yeah, it's all a scam. And you're like, mm, that holds up. Yeah, that's right. Truth. Yeah. The best villains have a valid point. It's true. And Tombs in this one has a valid point. Mm-hmm. And so when they have this truck, they're like, we're supposed to turn it in. And he's like, nah, fuck it. Let's like right, chop I'm it not... up and figure out what makes it tick and sell it. Well, and the the one, there's one science guy. He's like, it's too bad. We could have made a lot of cool shit out of this like alien stuff. <laughs> he's like, put a pit in that. Right. And he's like, let's do it. And so there's a cut eight years in the future and they have a whole assembly line and warehouse and they're making weapons and tools right. and right. shit. Right. And then they're also it. stealing other alien shit that is just still eight years later still showing up well i imagine there's like some old lady that had a rent control apartment that died in like 1997 and never got cleaned out mm-hmm. and she has like a glowing bit of yeah like random. something came through her window and they're like she oh. just left it there she just lived in that apartment for or it's like years. some saudi investor that owns an entire city block oh okay okay and like they just haven't gotten all the corners yet and mm-hmm. they're finding some stuff every now and again like it all tracks i think but yeah well also they haven't stopped um because they're like eight years later they're making they're making references to to triskelion collapse which is um like you know it's um black widow Black Widow and, like, Age of Ultron. Which is kind of contemporaneous with um, Civil War. Mm-hmm. And then there's also the um, the Age of Ultron. Wak- mm-hmm. Wak- Wakovia? Wakovia or Wakovia. Sklokovia, whatever. Yeah. So, like, there's been a pretty steady diet of catastrophic <laughs> random events. alien shit that's just like oh thor's in nebraska like yeah like you can you can pick stuff up and so you know they're getting fresh supplies and mm-hmm. so yeah i mean it could be a good little cottage industry well and um if you can decode the technology behind the alien shit you don't need the alien shit like right. you can maybe well you can make your own shit or you can be like, all right, so these little, like, purple glowing things, we can just encapsulate into this technology. How many of those purple glowing things are there? Oh, like, literally hundreds. Right. Cool. Use them as the power supply for whatever that thing is. Right. And so they do. And so that makes sense. And then uh, we see him fly in. Well, we see the roof of this warehouse open and, like, this beautiful silhouette of this flying Of, like, a big suit. iron uh, falcon type vibe well it's the vulture mm-hmm. um, uh, who looks a lot like falcon yeah because there's only so many iron bird like motifs, motifs. <laughs> so i do appreciate they put like these giant wing or like turbine fans inside of his wings to kind of direct mm-hmm. like that's part of his look and so it does just like distinguish him from the falcon who's got like the jetpack and just straight wings so, you know, he, he also looks a little more cobbled together and a little less refined and shiny. But also, like, he does all his, like, sealing shit at night. So, like, you want a black matte suit. Right, right. Black matte. It's very cool. It's like skinny jeans. And then writing a map to, about it. I'm also going to have to say, this may be one of my favorite villain repurpose redesigns. Okay. In the entire Marvel Universe. That is a big statement. So, I showed you the original Vulture. Right, he's like green. He's like a green dude. Green he's got and yellow. wing arms. He's bald. He's got kind of a hook nose. It's not a great right. look. Um, 
And he's got, yeah, he's got, like, the green spandex on, but he's got a right. ruffled he, he fur looks, collar. He looks like the birds from Rio. Like... Yeah, it's not... <laughs> it is a real bold look. It's a bold look. So, his look, first off, they kept the fur collar, which mm-hmm. I love, because it's, like, on a leather bomber jacket that yes. he wears as part of his outfit. Which makes perfect sense, because he's going up into altitude and he's doing stuff. And so, he would have that fur collar to help keep right it's warm. cold it's too cold up there so you're like oh that's a great throwback the colors are predominantly green that's good he's got wings but it's like an army uh olivey green yeah and he's got the wings um but then also like the original vulture i don't really know what his shtick was like he was just kind of he was just generic... there and being mad at spider-man yeah he was just doing hijinks and i mean aren't all of the spider-man villains like that I mean, there are some that kind of like had... I'm just here and I'm mad at Spider-Man, and you're like, "What are you doing here, man?" There are some that had some more, like, you know, um, Green Goblin had more of a sciency vibe, and like mm-hmm. um, most of them are sciency. Doc yeah. Ock is super sciency. super sciency, yeah. Like, but Vulture, I never really, I don't. He just kind of was a hijinks kind of guy. Like he was like gonna try to rob this place or steal right. This he was stuff. like a chaos monkey. Yeah. Well, he was very low level. He didn't really have like a high level crime. He was mm-hmm. like, I'm doing this one caper, and so he wasn't a top tier guy. But at the same time, now we have this vulture, and his whole thing is that he's a scavenger. And I'm like, perfect. Like actual vultures. Yeah, and like the costume design was on point. The um, like the whole way they repurposed that character into something that really made sense. Mm-hmm. The, the through line was consistent. Yeah, like I was like, this is. I right. mean, good job, good job, Marvel. Good fucking job, guys. Whoever was writing this shit, like you, you deserve some points there. And also, you got Michael fucking Keaton to play him. Like, I mean, what else is he doing right now? Uh, he's actually had a good run. He's been doing a lot of stuff. What what has he been doing? Um, he had oh, what was the movie he got nominated for? The Birdman. Birdman. He had done Birdman right around this time. He had done Birdman. Oh, okay. This is an older movie then. Yeah, I mean it's like this is solidly in the before times. Yeah. Oh, solidly, solidly. Okay. This is before the snap. This was during Civil War. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to remember Civil War. Yeah, Civil War was the one that you tried to block from your brain. I saw it on a plane, and I was very disappointed in the lack of abs. Yeah. But anyway, um, so yeah, it's something the before times. It was, you know, mm-hmm. Keaton was having a little bit of a moment, and he's still... Uh, he I mean, he's a, good ac- he's a good actor. I just like, you know... Well, he got in that, he's, like... He's not, like, the new hotness at all. No. So... <laughs> well, he had to take those years off where you're, like, not the romantic lead, but also not the dad uh, of the romantic those lead. Those years do not exist for men. Those years very solidly exist for women, and they're fully 30 fucking years. Yeah, that's true. Um, but... He, uh, he, you know, he... But, but, you know, he can take time off whenever he wants. He's, yeah, al- he's allowed to live his life. <laughs> he can do what he wants. He can, like, rest easy on that Batman but, slash multiplicity but I, w- I would argue that those years do not exist for men. Uh, you're... But they very solidly exist for women. Yeah. Like, there's your last fuckable day, and then you have to wait, like, 20 years. You come and back then, as the harpy. Right. And then you can be, like, someone's grandma or, like, maybe a sea witch. Mm-hmm. I guess. Oh, God, I cannot wait till my sea witch years. 
It's gonna be so good. Do you want to be sea witch with or without tentacles? <laughs> I mean, with obviously. Why would you choose sea witch without tentacles? Yeah. I mean, ideally, I'd be able to like swoop in and out of like human form mm-hmm. and tentacle form. But either way, I want to be fucking terrifying. Fantastic. So yeah, so let's see. Like he was in Toy Story three. He was in the. 2019 His voice was in Dumbo. Toy Story Free. He was in his, Herbie Fully Loaded. His voice was in those things. He was in Minions in 2015. Yeah, voice. All the voicing. Uh, multiplicity in 1996, which again, I just feel like I need to call out. <laughs> Honestly, Multiplicity is a great film. It is? It's a great film. I really enjoy it quite a bit. He was um, in The Birdman. In 2014, The Founder, which is a story of, like, the finding of McDonald's, but, like, everybody's terrible. I mean, isn't everybody terrible in that story in the real life? Yeah, pretty much. 2016. Uh, 2017 was Spider-Man Homecoming, so. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, he's been in, like, Hurry for the Day, it was 2015. 2005, rather. Okay. Uh, let me see. He's been in, I mean, he's... So, like, Multiplicity, and then, like... The Herbie movie. Mm, yeah, I mean, it's not a high jump. <laughs> uh, he was in a movie called Postgrad in 09. He was a voice in Frank and Winnie in 2012. Mm-hmm. Uh, Penthouse North. I don't know what that's about, but that was 2013. The Merry Gentleman in 2009. That seems like not great. I, mean, I don't know. That would be great. He, he, he kept busy, but he wasn't doing high bar stuff. I mean, and also it's his prerogative to be like... I'm only gonna do like weird shit I care about, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, like the Daniel Radcliffe. So, also, um, he's also there's a resurgence in the DC universe where they're crossing oh. the streams of multiversing. So he's he's old Batman. He's old Batman. One of the I, old Batman. I could see him as like a very old haggard Batman who has seen some shit. And, like, many of his uh, friends have died. Um, also in that was uh, Tim Conroy. Aww. Do you know who Tim Conroy is? I think so. Who is he? He's the guy that was the voice actor, I believe, for... Did I say that right? Um, for um, Batman Animated Series. Okay, yeah. He He's did. my third favorite Batman. After Darkwing Duck. <laughs> and Will Arnett. And Will Arnett. And then Batman the Animated Series. Uh, Kevin Conroy, not Tim Conroy. Kevin Conroy. Kevin, Tim Conroy is a pitcher. Okay. But um, he he is like old and haggard and looks mm-hmm. kind of looks the part. I mean, you know, if you're a voice actor, it doesn't matter what your face looks like. No, but like the best part is like they introduce him from what I understand. See Mark Hamill. No yeah. offense, Mark Hamill. Bri- not an attractive man. But he's I, no, it's not that he's not attractive. It's that his face is Luke Skywalker. Is Luke Skywalker, and then like you can't. I'm sorry, man. You can't not be Luke Skywalker with your face. <laughs> like, sorry about your face. It's great, but it's very iconic. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, you're that and even and even though you're a great actor, I need to not see your face because if I see your face, you're Luke Skywalker, and I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry about your luck. Well, I need you to act with this bag <laughs> over your head. Right. I need, you, I need, like, the whole hood over your face. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. So, 
we've established what he's doing. We've established where Spider-Man is. And mm-hmm. so then there's like a two month later cut where Spider-Man is like just constantly texting Happy Hoden. Right. He's like, hey, I'm going to go to school, but I'll be back by 245. If you need me to fight crime, you should text me. <laughs> Like, yeah. And then he checks his phone and it's like 7,000 messages to Happy. Uh, All ze- sent them ze- back. Zero of them have even been read. <laughs> he's just left on sent. He's, he's just left on sent. Some cold, some cold shit. Some cold shit Happy. Uh, his buddy Ned is there and wants to like hang out and mm-hmm. like build um, a Lego Death Star. Lego Death Star. Which has like thousands of pieces. He knows the exact count. It does have a thousand people. Also, that's a lot of fucking money. Like, that's a lot of money. Expensive. They were... These kids go to private school. I mean, they go to private school, but I think they're there on scholarship. Peter certainly is. Peter is. Maybe I, Ned is. I know nothing of Ned's backstory. Maybe maybe Ned comes from money and Ned bought the... Uh, yeah. But, like, May cannot afford that Lego Death Star. She, like, works at a non-profit. non-profit. Like, yeah. she has to take care of her, like, whatever, brother and sister's kid. Like, yeah. she doesn't have time for this shit. Brother or sister's kid. Right, whatever. Sib- sibling. The her, sibling's kid. One sibling. Her nibbling. Nibbling? Yeah. <laughs> it's the gender neutral term of uh, nephew or niece. She has to take care of her nibbling. Okay. I didn't know that one. All right. So also, like, poor Peter is totally crushing on this girl in this class. Yes. Liz. And, like, not being chill about it at all. Yep. Her, him and Ned are just being, like, full-on creepers. Yep. Um, you know, so they're, they're kind of low-key stalking her. But mm-hmm. she's in their academic decathlon team so yes. like they have some like contact with her and reason to be around her right you reason to talk to her slightly better but not a lot better i mean they are like sitting in the cafeteria watching her put up a homecoming like banner commenting on one if they've seen that shirt before like is that and a new that's like yeah is that a new shirt right right and one of them is like, yeah, you have been out with that skirt. We should stop steering before we're creepy. Uh, and that's when MJ Bussin is like, too late. You guys are fucking creepy. I'm like, well, like, why Why are you even here? And she's like, because I don't have any friends. Because <laughs> I don't have any friends. I just listen to you losers. Right. You guys are losers. You're creepy you as fuck. Friends. Like, I, I don't know how we're with it. Okay. So having friends while not wanting to have friends makes you cool. Yeah. Having friends and being thirsty makes you uncool. Having no friends and being extra thirsty makes you Peter and Ned. Yeah, so thirsty. So thirsty. So, um, at the academic decathlon practice, they're talking and Peter's like, listen, I can't go on the finals, like, to the championship because I have this internship and I can't be gone. And everybody's like, Bullshit, you have this internship. We've never seen any evidence. You've never met Tony. Like, this is not... Right, and also, like, can't you take one weekend off? Like, yeah, the, the decathlon... Uh, yeah, the decathlon teacher is like, but surely you can take one weekend off. Like, uh, maybe, but I don't think so. He's like, okay, well, you figure that out, and then... And really, it's just like Spider-Man trying to be 
on call, mm-hmm. even though he has never been called for right. two fucking years. Right, and there's been a couple of times when he's like, just, like, be your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Like, chill out. Yeah, and so he goes home, but on his way stops the, the bodega for mm-hmm. the Bastelian Queens. And my favorite part of this is legit when the guy behind the counter says something about, like, he's like, yeah, we're nice to this kid because he's got a really hot Italian aunt. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Peter's just like, yeah, and how's your your daughter in the same language that the guy did not <laughs> think Peter spoke? And the guy, like, turns around and looks at him and is like, your Sandra's $10. He's like, it says five on the board. He's like, yeah, but for that comment, it's $10. I'm like, no, that, yeah, this is all trap. But also you said my aunt was hot. Like, like tit for tat, buddy. But then he gives the... But he gives him $10 anyway. He gives it to him for five bucks. And he's like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. And it's... You know, like, you could tell, like, he like I kind of got his chops busted, and he retaliated quickly the only way he knew how, and then he was like, yeah, yeah, okay. I, I mean, you know, that was both, fair. That was fair. Let's, here, let's so. both not <laughs> just constantly demean the women in our lives. Maybe, maybe view the people in our lives as more than just avenues to getting laid. Maybe male gaze. So much, so much male gaze. Uh, but entertaining and delightful. But then there's, like, a montage of... Um, Spider-Man doing like crime fighting, just like right, like somebody somebody in. stole this bike. I gave I gave this woman directions, and then she gave me a churro. Yeah, uh, he does. <laughs> like, there's this guy trying to break into a car, and he like glues him to his car, and he's like, "Dude, it's my fucking car!" And the alarm's going off, and all the neighbors are yelling. He's like, "Can't get in because Spider-Man glued me to my car." So like, we're just gonna have to all sit here and wait for this to stop beeping. And like, this is where Stanley has his cameo yelling at the window. Right, it's like those uh those those webs will dissolve in two hours. Yeah, <laughs> like, sorry, gotta go. Sorry, bye. And then yeah, he calls Happy Hogan and kind of like fills him in, like, hey, I've been doing like all kinds of cool stuff and like being cool and being like a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man kind of thing. And like, I'm ready anytime you want to call. Right, I helped this lovely Dominican woman, uh, and then she gave me a churro, and yeah, I was like, the oh, churro is like a big thing. I mean. One, churros are delicious, but would I be way more excited if she gave me, like, a tamale from, like, a five-gallon bucket that she just had? I prefer them out, Fuck of, a, yes. out of a thermos. Yes, like the big thermos. Yeah, the big thermos. The big thermos, where she's like, oh, here, have have a homemade tamale. Even if she was just, like, a scoop of rice and beans, just, like, into my mouth, I'd be like, yes, please. <laughs> I will fight all the crime Remember the student for that, delicious Dominican food. Remember that one student that... Thanked us for tutoring Adam. Yeah, he. That was his English name. Yeah, and he uh, he thanked us for tutoring him by giving us like this giant bucket of his mom's homemade. It, it was his grandma. It was grandma's homemade. Jousa. It was his grandma's homemade jouza. And we ate it was, them, and I was just like, it was literally the best thing I've ever had in my entire life, and I'm, I honestly weep. I weep that I cannot have this again. It was so good. They were transcendent. I. Love like grandma food. That's so good. I'm I'm here for any food anybody's grandma makes ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, he's leaving this message, and then he like sees these guys breaking into like the bank lobby mm-hmm. across the street, which is like where the ATMs are. Right, and they have Avengers masks and alien tech, so they're able to like cut open. Right, the, they're real like yeah, real lots of shiny shinies. Yeah. They can cut up the ATM, and they have those like tool that they can use to like lift it up without any effort and move it 
and dump it on the ground and then pull the cash out. Right. And he's like, what the fuck? This is like way, way beyond what, you know, your common everyday criminals have. Right. So they... Me, 15-year-old me, has to investigate. Maybe he's 16. Yeah. So he... (laughs) Well, there's no one else around. So, like, he dives in. He's like, you know, smack talking and, like, witty barbs, which they nailed on this version of Spider-Man. Yes. There's... He's got to be... Uh, he's got to say things before he thinks them through. That mm-hmm. is one of the major attributes. That's the major Spider-Man. tenet of Spider-Man. He's just like fully a 16 year old boy. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, and which is something Tobey Maguire Spider-Man didn't do well. Not as well now. So, I mean, cause he was like 37 or something. True. Um, but he ends up kind of fighting them and it kind of goes bad, but kind of goes okay. And he ends up, um, overloading one of the guns, or one of the guns overloads, one of the guys does it, and it ends up just destroying the deli across the street. It's like, so, oh no! And so, instead of fighting them and capturing them, he runs away. Right, to make sure that he rescues that bodega owner. Yeah, the owner guy, and also the cat. Mm-hmm. And pulls them out, and then when he looks back, they're gone. And he's like, fuck. So, he's got to, like, call happy and be like so this thing happened and like you probably you might want to know about this this was like wild like helping ladies for churros that's that seems like a thing i can handle but like what the fuck was this right like how do these like you know regular run-of-the-mill uh guys get all of this crazy weapons like this seems seems like something you guys should be looking this seems like something you should know about and so that goes unanswered. But he ends up creeping into his home. He, mm-hmm. like, he sneaks he may, in. Like, crosses door. Then he, like, opens the window and, like, crawls through the roof and, like, very delicately closes his door, drops to the ground and, like, sighs and then turns around and Ned is right there with the Death Star. Right. With his, like, giant Lego Death Star. Drops it. It busts into a zillion pieces. <laughs> they talked about that. They Like, the first three times they did that. It doesn't break. It doesn't break. Because Legos well. are very strong. So you have to, like, pull every Lego out uh, yeah. so that it is barely holding on right. for it's... it to explode. Or you can you can put a, a little, like, probe in it that has a little zhuzh. Yeah, to, like, shake it apart. To shake it apart. Yeah, Those so, are your two options. But anyway, but he, he drops the Death Star. Mm-hmm. And then May comes in. And so part of the awkwardness is that um, he got in, dropped on the ground, and, like, dropped his suit off. Mm-hmm. Which is like a push-button release kind of thing. So it's in a puddle on the floor. Right, he's just in his underwear. He's just in his boxers. <laughs> and so May walks in, and, like, the lights are low. There's Ned. There's, like... With a bunch of Legos. With a bunch of Legos. And also uh, mostly nude Peter... Mm-hmm. And she's just like, um, maybe put some clothes on. And, like, just kind of leaves it at that, like... Right, like, and also, like, oh, that, that turkey uh, meatloaf recipe is a bust. We're gonna, we're gonna go to Thai. You wanna go to Thai, Ned? And, like, oh, Ned's busy. And you're like, okay, well, you know, put some clothes on. We're going out. Yeah. And... She really takes this all in stride. Like, just... honestly, I don't, I would not be nearly as chill. Well, I feel like... Um, her and the aunt from... Big Hero 6? Yeah. They both read the same book that was just basically, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. No one knows what the fuck you're doing. But, like, 
honestly, you're going to be created on the curve. So just like figure your shit out and right. it'll be fine. Right. Um, yeah. You're, you're going to get a lot of grace because this is not anything you signed up for. And, you know, like kids do best under like lots of freedom. So like just, you know, direct. And so as soon as May leaves, um, Peter's like, listen, you cannot tell any fucking right. human on Like, oh my god, you're Spider-Man! And he's like, yeah, you need to shut up about that. Like, I know this is probably the worst person I could possibly find out. Because, like, MJ would just be like, I don't have friends. Whatever, so I don't care about here. you. Um, but, like, you are gonna get way too excited. You're like a puppy with a, like, new toy. You've gotta show everybody. Is this is when he's like, I can be your chair guy? <laughs> yeah, he's like, I, I don't, what, what's a chair guy? He's like, it's, you know, like, when you call back on the headset and you're talking to the guy in the chair and he's like researching, he's got all the computers and the screens and it's like, <laughs> it's important. Like the chair guy is right. super important. I can be your chair guy. And he's like, I don't need a chair guy. Don't. Yeah. But it's don't. not, it's not a thing. It's a thing you made up. So then uh, we jump to the Thai restaurant and Peter's kind of like processing everything that just happened in the last right. being, four hours. Being very weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, so he's processing that he saw alien tech and like, Kind of almost got beat up, mm-hmm. and his new best friend, his best friend now knows like knows all who shit. he is. He has no more secrets. Like these are two world shaking events that have happened to him in the last four hours. Right, right. And meanwhile, his sixteen. Right, and meanwhile, his aunt is like, I know something is up with you. Like, can you just talk to me? Like, I'm a safe person. I love you. Whatever it is. We like, can figure this out. We can figure it out together, and I'm on your side. I honestly think... She thinks that he's gay. Yeah, he's gay. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. She thinks he's gay. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I mean, there's some... He's sneaking out. He's... Keeping he, He's sneaking out. He's seeking... He's being secretive. Like, yeah. There's some behavior changes. There's, like... Definitely, like he's real protective of his phone. All of a sudden, like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. There's some stuff. There's some stuff happening. Yeah. Um. And she's like, I want you to know that, like, I'm a safe person and I love you and like I'm here for you. But you have to open up. Yeah. Like, I can't. I can't support you if you don't tell me what's going on in your life. Yeah. And she which also, is fair. Yeah. And she also like sees like he sees the news report of like the the heist and she looks at it and realizes you know like that's their neighborhood that's the bodega he gets mm-hmm. the sandwiches from and he's she's like oh yeah this is probably affecting you too by the way promise me if you ever see any of this shit going down you run the other way right <laughs> you run as fast as possible like that is your job mm-hmm. and he's like yeah, yeah sure man sure man right like, okay cool right it's when you get uh you don't know this but when you get the training at work about like what to do. In an like it, an explosive environment where like your job is to run screaming past the fire extinguisher and not to try to uh, get anything yeah. out. You're like bye. Like <laughs> even though we trained you on how to use the fire extinguisher, like your job is just to get the fuck out of the building. Yeah, you're no good to us in a puddle. Right. Well, right. and like, do they tell you what to scream or is it just like screaming enough? Like mm-hmm. the screaming and running will take care of itself. And if anybody else sees you screaming yeah, and running, absolutely, or pull, if you see absolutely running, pull the fire alarm on your way out. If someone yeah. hasn't, but like, yeah, like screaming and running is your first job. Anybody right. that sees you should join in. Like, tr- truly. I've had people tell me like your job is to scream running past the fire extinguisher. If you can, <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> if you can get out, get out. 
Yeah, you're like, well... Your, your job is not to be a hero. And I was like, thanks, you don't pay me that much. And they were like, you're welcome. Yeah, also, we're not paying you. Also, we're still not paying you that much. Yeah, like, what's your number for, like, risking your life for this company? And you're like... Like, easily four times what I'm getting paid. I'm adding zeros at this point. (laughs) And not just one. No, like, many zeros. Many zeros. Yeah, if you want me to risk my life for this company, you need to make it to where everyone I care about is taken well fucking for the rest of their lives if something happens to me. Truth. So, um, yeah. Pay the fuck up. Um, next thing, Ned and Peter walk into school. And Ned's got a billion questions. Where like, oh my god, I'm so excited! Like, so you can do? You, do you like sense things? Do you do you have a um, you know, do do you like? Are you sticky? You could walk. Is it just your feet or like other parts? Do you lay eggs? And he's like, God, no! Like, do you spit venom? He's got all kinds of questions. Right, and he was like, uh, I don't lay eggs. Like, what What are you no. reading? Like, Where first I... off, I'm male. Yeah. Still. I mean... There's some wild things out there in the nature. Who knows? Who knows? I feel like that's not an invalid question. If you change species, more or less, you could change genders, more right. or less. I feel like gender is the def- the like way secondary to changing species, or like having a weird hybrid species. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you got bit by a spider and you took on spider characteristics, if it was a girl spider, maybe there's, you took on girl there's characteristics. There's no reason why you wouldn't take on female characteristics. Gender is fluid in all species. <laughs> so. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But he was like, no, no, I don't like eggs. <laughs> no. So they end up at gym class watching a video featuring Captain America's fitness challenge. Oh, my God. I am very disappointed in Captain America that he supports the presidential fitness challenge, which is only traumatic for fucking everyone. It's ableist bullshit. It is. It is. And there is uh, literally no research that it improves health and fitness for anyone. Nope. And there is a lot of research that is, in fact, harmful for very many students. And they're like, but it could help. And they're like, but that's, it doesn't. But that's not how science works, you guys. <laughs> no, like, we think maybe there will be a study someday that shows it helps. And it's been, not a reason to it's keep It's been going it. on for 40 years, and there are many, many studies where it's like, oh, this is in fact harmful. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should encourage kids to enjoy activities that they enjoy, mm-hmm. as opposed to, say, like, the sit and reach or the flex arm hang. Right, regardless of body shape and size and ability. Yeah. Uh, but no, no. It is just like, no, we're going to make you perform a flex arm hang in front of the entire school, and you will be shamed. I set the school record at sixth grade. A flex, flex arm, arm hang? hang. But um, they were no. It was yeah. So boys had to do pull ups and girls had to do flex arm hang for the grade. But you're welcome to switch and see if you could set the record if you thought you could. <laughs> and I was like, I 100 percent can hang from my life from a cliff. Yeah, from a so you had to like basically you do yeah, a pull yeah. up and just lock it in. Mm-hmm. And I weighed like I'm gonna say 80 pounds, right? 10 pounds, and. I just sat there and hung, and they were like, you know, the, I remember the gym teacher timing me and just being mm-hmm. like, okay, wait, <laughs> what? Oh, shit, you're still there? And then, like, he's like, you're, like, in that, like, loud teacher voice going, you're almost to the record. And, like, everybody kind of turning around and looking wait. at me like, what? 
And yes. so I had that briefly, and I, then somebody beat me that year. I mean, I had a similar experience because I weighed like 75 pounds. <laughs> right. In, you know, seventh grade. I was, a, I was a tiny human. I could not run at all. You like, have a fantastic upper body, though. But I, yeah, like I was a tiny pocket Hercules. Like, truly, I don't know. I have to find pictures of me. Like, I had like shoulders, like I had delts, I had biceps. You basically have the arms you have now, but like right, I basically grader. had the arms I had now, but a seventh grader who weighed 75 pounds. You're it, like, was, it was wild. I was like... 60% of your weight was I was fully like triangle shaped. Like it was... I don't know how my mom found me close. It was like, she needs like an, an extra large t-shirt and like an extra small pair of shorts. This explains your addiction to caftans. God. Caftans are so good. Um, but yes, I, I had a similar experience, but also I was super unathletic. Like my, the fastest I have ever run a mile is like 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like not fast, not fast at all. <laughs> so, um, while so the next scene is them like all doing like sit-ups for the, the challenge MJ, MJ's the best she's laying on her back and literally just like bench pressing she's a book she's bench pressing a book and I was like fuck yeah MJ like cause this is this is bullshit I just love how it's like such a throwaway background moment but such a character I, I also I super like that the gym teacher does not give a he's, fuck he's like, no <laughs> he's like they don't pay me enough for any of this bullshit just you know like tell me what you get with your partners well like plays the <laughs> Captain America video and he's like Oh, this guy's probably a war criminal now, but like, whatever, get on the floor, let's do the mm-hmm. do this shit. Right, if he says to do sit-ups, whatever. It's, you know, it's post-Civil War. Post-Civil so, War. Uh, his his legacy is complicated. Um, and so, they're working on their stuff, and um, Ned hears Liz, they're doing... So they must have got done with their test early, and are just hanging out on the bleachers? Or, like, we're like... I'm sorry, I can't this week. Like, yes. Can't do gym this week. Uh, uh, there were only a couple people who got away with can't do gym this week. Were they incredibly pretty? And no, they were all Muslim. Oh, that's fair. Right. Uh, uh, and I was like, okay, cool. You know, so like. Right on. Yeah. The, anyway. The, the Muslim girls could sit out for gym uh, during their period. And, like, the more they explained, the more the gym teacher was like, ah, I don't want to know. Like, just, like, <laughs> seriously, just go over there. We're not talking about it. And they're like, sorry, man. Like. I do remember, like, a small collection of girls that would, like, kind of rotate in and out. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, what is that all about? And then I was like, oh, yeah, okay, got no, it. No, I just muscled through, even though, like, literally the first six months of my period, I would th- literally throw up. I'm I would sorry. throw up. Because my body was like, we hate everything. As a uterus-deprived individual, like, I'm so sorry. Y'all, I've been riding this dragon a long time, and now I'm, like, I'm on the other end where, like, the dragon's gonna go away, and I'm very sad about it. (laughs) Because it's, like, a whole new dragon! Yeah, like, you just replace your dragons with another dragon. Right, I was like, and this I've dragon been, don't give a fuck. Right, I've been riding this dragon since I was 13. Like, I, the previous uh, dragon I, at least had an agenda. Right, I mean, I know. Like, now I know her. I know what she needs. Like, I'm, I'm no very... chocolate, ice cream, and I'm very, I'm very tuned into this particular dragon, and I'm going to be a little sad when she leaves. Uh, not because she's leaving, but because I'm getting a whole other dragon. Truth. Which, you know... 
I'm not looking forward to. And this dragon will just be here all the time, making me very hot and sweaty. There's no dragon over here. You're already yeah. hot and sweaty. This is going to be gross. This <laughs> is going to be so gross. You better get ready to do so much laundry. <laughs> Fair. Um, but anyway, they're ba- they're basically... I don't know what they're doing, but they're playing like Fuck, Mary Kill with mm-hmm. the Avengers. But they don't say fuck. They say F. Yeah. They say F, Mary Kill. So that like... It's still PG-13. It's still PG-13. And uh, and they were like, F Hulk. I was like, wow. <laughs> and it was like, that's a V intense experience, but okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they um, throw Spider-Man in the mix and Liz is totally like into Spider-Man. Like, actually, I'm kind of into Spider-Man. And like, he could be like 37 and you're like... I mean, you, but Hulk is right. Like, also, you don't know what he looks like. Like, he could he, he could be like burned and shit. And like, I would love him for his personality. And I was like, would you? I think that has like a little bit of a Deadpool reference. There is what they're doing on that. But I mean, not that Deadpool is not sexy. He's Ryan Reynolds. Yes. I yes. mean, that helps. He's very funny. Mm-hmm. So like, that covers a lot. He look does look like, and I'm quoting here, an avocado had sex with an uglier wrinklier <laughs> avocado yes but he's a he's a funny dude and i'd be like you know what just keep that mask on just keep it on yeah keep the suit on right like, just, just just you know what stay stay we'll just just be that you're being be great fine. but you know i mean he manages the land monica backering so mm-hmm. like good for him i don't know who that is uh, I've never seen Deadpool. Is that like his first girlfriend who gets fridged, or is that no, no? She hmm, okay. So it's complicated. Is on that the like... fridging question? Okay, because she makes it to the first movie. She gets killed early in the second movie, but there's time travel shenanigans, and she gets unkilled. Okay. So, you know, right, things. right, okay. So there's that. And don't ask too much. You, you really need to see Deadpool 2 to understand the time travel shenanigans that it throws in. Sure. It's completely... It's sure. more along the lines of the Bill and Ted time travel shenanigans than, I like... Do, I do love Bill and Ted. Mm-hmm. And it's the only time travel movie that makes any sense. That and, like, Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah. <laughs> like, those are the two travel movies that you're like, okay, okay, I see it. So... At the end of the movie, he's going back in time and making things right. Mm-hmm. It includes him going... Quote, unquote. Yeah. So it includes him going back in time and killing his character from the X-Men Wolverine oh. um, version of, like, Deadpool was that happened. in X-Men Wolverine? Yeah, yeah. Was it him? Yeah, it was Ryan Reynolds. Interesting. But not Wade Wilson. It was... Just Ryan Reynolds? Ryan Reynolds as a different character him- that became... It was... It's hard to explain, but it doesn't make any sense. Okay. It didn't make any sense in the movie. And, <laughs> and so he just It still doesn't so make sense. Deadpool, the character, bounces into that movie to kill off the character that made no sense. Okay. okay. And then you see Ryan Reynolds going like literally Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. sitting at a desk, like oh my gosh, this will be so good for my career. And he's about to sign a contract that just says the Green Lantern in mm-hmm. big letters at the top. And all of a sudden it just gets, like, it's over the shoulder and all of a sudden you see blood splatter across it. And then Deadpool's there like, that was a close one. That was and so like, close. You're like, nice. wait. That's a, that's a real personal, uh, like, thing. Yeah, like, <laughs> well, Deadpool 
always played fast and loose with that fourth wall. Mm-hmm. It's true. And uh, Ryan Reynolds is nothing if not beautifully self-deprecating. Yeah. And self-aware. Okay. okay. So like it was it was a good match. He. Well, he he's character. the one who like got got this um mm-hmm. part, and then it like got stuck in production hell, and he was like, "Oh my god, no! <laughs> I need I need to play this part." So there's a small rumor that he may have been the one that like commissioned and leaked the footage. Like they mm-hmm. had some like proof of concept footage, right? Like Sizzler, like and he like like got got a person to like make this into a Sizzler reel, and then like. Oh, accidentally it got released to the world and the world went fucking nuts. And they were like, (laughs) fine, Ryan, you get the money. Fine. But they like literally reduced the budget by like 50%. And he was was like, I don't care. I will do this for zero money because I believe in this project. Well, and so there's actually a scene where he was supposed to have this whole big fight scene and like Mm -hmm. a bag full of guns and like all this fun stuff. And so they just kind of basically got his guns lost in the back of a taxi. Right. And he had to just do it old school and it was so much cheaper to shoot that way and they were like... Interesting. Yeah. Interesting that that's cheaper to shoot. We should actually watch Deadpool sometime. I think you would enjoy it. Okay. Because Ryan Reynolds. I mean, I, I do like Ryan Reynolds. I have, been, cross- I have been a fan of him since, like, Two Guys, A Girl, and A Pizza Place. Two guys and a girl in the later seasons because the pizza place got cut. Right. For budget reasons. Right. But like pizza place. Like that is that is when I became a Ryan Reynolds fan. I was like, okay, 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 I see. I see you. He was like a um, Canadian boyfriend. <laughs> I mean, yes, all all of the Canadian uh Ryan's. Yes. Gosling. I mean, I have been a fan of Ryan Gosling since young Hercules. Oh god. <laughs> Young Hercules is great. <laughs> it's great. I would sit there eating an entire sleeve of Oreos, and I would watch Young Hercules, like, between episodes of The Tick. Yeah. So that is, like, to put a touchstone on when... Lisa, in on, a nutshell. On, this, on when this happened in my life. Where do you come out like, on Xena Water Princess? I, here. Here for it. Lucy Lawless. Uh, yes. I'm here for all of that. Yeah. Uh, so I'd be like, okay... Between calculus homework, I can watch, like, maybe half an hour of television, maybe an hour of television, depending on, like, how my AP Chem uh, homework is also going. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes it would be The Tick and Young Hercules. <laughs> sometimes it would just be The Tick. Sorry, Ryan. Uh, if I have to choose just one half an hour of television, I choose The Tick. That's fair. Great half hour. Anyway, so um, Ned hears the crushing and automatically is like, Peter knows Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. They're like friends from the internship. And Peter's like, shut the fuck up. And Ned has no chill. Yeah. And Flash, who's the asshole of the class, is like... Why is his name Flash? Because he was in the comics. And his name is Flash in the comics? Mm-hmm. And DC didn't get mad about that? I mean, no. Okay. Okay. So I mean, like, can... I appreciate you for drawing that line. So you can't, but... you you can just be like, oh, we also have a character in our comics that's the same name of the character as your comics, and it's Toach Chill? I guess. So I can make a comic 
where everybody has all the names of all the other comics and no one's going to come for me? Well, so, okay, we have to back up 50 years and understand that Flash was not, like, a weird nickname that maybe somebody would have. Okay, it wasn't a weird nickname. It was, like, Mitch. Yeah. (laughs) And so... Or Bob. And arguably, I mean... He's not even the only Flash superhero. There's um, The Incredibles. The Incredibles hardly counts. Uh, they totally count. They Okay, they do, but like... Not the same way. Not the same way. They do not have comic books. I'm going to point out, um, there was a... Do The Incredibles have a comic book? Is that what you're trying no, to like... I'm going to point out that there was a Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Who's a DC Who's character. different than Captain Marvel? Yeah, because he's in DC. Interesting. And she's in Marvel. Oh, with like an accent, con accento. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of, I mean, Deadpool and Deathstroke are basically the same character. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's all kinds of knockoffs and this, stuff. This is really interesting to me. Yeah. <laughs> that the whole comic book universe does not have, like, TM. <laughs> well, it's also entirely possible that, like, Flash Thompson predated Flash, the character. Okay. In DC. But, like... No, no. I don't think they did. Because Spider- well, yeah, Spider-Man... Yeah. Spider-Man was, like, fully... A, uh, he's like a Silver Age character, right? 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 And like, I think I think Flash was around in the forties, probably. That's my guess. The Greek god motif really dates it. With like the, especially the original version had the like the World War One helmet, right? And the like, and the the feathery uh, boots. boots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Um, so Ned has no chill, but Flash is like, hey, Peter, I'll tell you what, there's a big party at Liz's house this weekend. And Liz is like, yeah, we weren't telling Peter about that. Um, but if you could... Because he's very uncool. But if you could get, like, Spider-Man to come, I bet you could come here. And I'm like, I remember this whole thing from Turning Red. Like, it's the exact scene. yes. Yes, it is the exact scene from Turning Red. Mm -hmm. Also... This is not something that I experienced in my high school career. Being invited to a party? all. Being invited to a party? No, I was, de- not... I was definitely invited to parties. Oh, I was. Um, and I was invited to parties. God, my friends were the best. And they were like, hey, there's a party. I want you to be included. But also, this party is not your jam. And you should not come. <laughs> We'll hang out on Saturday. Right. Like, we will hang out on Saturday. Like, I love you, but you should not come to this party. And I, because but I also, you. if you want to come to this party, I, I will drive you. Like... I will be your chaperone. I, I, will, I will be here for you, but also, like, mm-hmm. girl, this is, not, this is not your jam. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I'll see you Saturday. <laughs> so, we kind of had to the party... Ned and Peter are walking in nervous. And mm-hmm. well, Ned's like, Yeah, we're at a party. And Peter's like, Yeah, we're at a This party. is so cool. We're like finally one of the cool kids. And like, they walk And Peter's in. like, We're never going to be one of the cool kids, Ned. And he's like, That's not how America works. <laughs> Anybody can be the cool kid. So they walk in, and like, first person they see is MJ. And she's mm-hmm. like, I can't believe you guys are at this lame party. 
And they're like, you're at this late party. She's, she's like, I? yeah, but I don't want to be here. Well, she's like, am I? Am and I? off. And like, both of them are just like, what the fuck just what, happened? What does that even mean? Which is why we love MJ. She's great. She's great. Um, but Peter ends up having to sneak out and he's changing into his Spider-Man costume to make his appearance. But then... There's an explosion on the horizon. Right, right. And in his super suit... He like hears he has like spidey sense. This his spidey sense is in his super suit. It's not. It's not. No. In this movie, he does not display spider sense in his mind. He's tuning it. Okay. He's like it's ba- it's baby spider sense. Yeah. You know he's maybe got like a little bit of an idea of what's going on, but mm-hmm. anyway, so he decides to like go over that way, and he tries to swing, but he's like in the suburbs, so there's no. Like, structures to swing from. I mean, there's just trees. It's a low swing. But, like, there's a golf course between here and there, and he's gonna just, like, run across the golf course. Like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> and, Save your legs. And so he gets over to where the explosion was, and it's Donald Glover. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, Donald Glover trying to buy, buy a crazy gun from the, like, Right, so Donald guys. Glover is... What is it? The Predator? Um, no. The... <laughs> What is it? Prowler. Prowler. It starts with a P. It's so you're, close. You're so close, but yet so far. I mean, honestly, all of the superhero people sound the same. Fair. I'm going gonna, gonna to put that on record. <laughs> the two-syllable word. The two-syllable word. This starts with P. Yeah. Or if you if you have a hyphen, you get three syllables. So, like, the Iron Man, mm-hmm. the Spider-Man. Also, right. there's a lot of singles. Flash, Hulk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Superman. Wonder Woman. Right. So this is the right. the Prowler. The Prowler. So this is the Prowler. But, but he's in, but that. he's, he's, but he's, in he's in street clothes. Yeah, he's just uh, and he's just trying to buy a thing. And they're like, Hey man, we got this like cool thing and he's like, I am just trying to rob a bank. I am not trying to like shoot them into the next galaxy or like make them time travel. Like the fuck is this? This is way too much heat. I just this needed is... some guns, man. Right. Like, I, I just... need, like, a Tech 9, maybe, right. like, a couple pistols. Right. I need, like, your your basic guns that is totes legal in the Americas. Yeah. Because Americas. Yeah. Like, but not to a person of color. Well, I mean, can't be having that now. Yes. Even um... Ronald Reagan wasn't cool with that. <laughs> So check your history, folks. So I need your I need your basics. Like yeah. this is this is too much heat for me. This is gonna be this is gonna put me on the radar. I don't need this. Yeah. Uh, I this whatever this is. This is too much. Yeah. I overshot. Thank you. Have a great day. Right. I you you seem delightful. I will call you if I have anything that like needs this level of heat. And as he's trying to extract himself, like Spider Man drops in. It was like, hey guys, um. What the fuck? And they turn and they're looking at, like, they pull a gun out on on Donald Glover. And he's like, no, 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 don't shoot him. He's not involved in this. I shoot me. Mm-hmm. Like, over here. And uh, they move their guns. And Donald Glover's like, peace out. Bye. Like, runs for the hills. I'm like, no, that, that was the right choice. That's what would have happened. And so they try to shoot Spider-Man. It doesn't really work. And then, like, he starts. Is he super fast or are they bad at shooting? Yes. Both. Both I mean, both. they have bad guy aim. Bad guy aim. Do bad guys never go to gun ranges and practice? No. <laughs> They're too busy being bad guys. They're too busy. Too they busy to, the to hone their craft. 
Right. They just, I mean, you know, look menacing and be mad. Right. And that's the plan. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, so there's a whole chase scenario where Peter's like, he shoots the back of the van with webs and like has to like surf behind or like water ski behind the van. Yes. But then he loses them. And so he has to run through the back of all these yards. Mm-hmm. And about the time your brain goes, this is some Ferris Bueller shit. This is some Ferris Bueller he shit. He drops into a house that's literally showing... The very scene from Ferris Bueller, where Ferris Bueller is running through the yards, and he's like, that's a great movie! And just keeps going, and I'm like, bless whoever. Right, and at this point, my kids were like, wait, is that the Ferris Bueller's Day Off movie? And I was like, it is. And they're like, is that a good movie? And I was like, it's not bad. Yeah. It's about narcissists. Right, I mean, I'm like, TBH, Ferris Bueller's... Probably a narcissist, but he's very charming, which all narcissists are. Not all narcissists. I've met some really, like, uncharming narcissists. They're just in a world. That's a hard life for them. That's Mm -hmm. a hard life. Like, be a charming narcissist. I mean, they may have been charming it before I met them, but some of them are aged. Maybe. Maybe they stopped being charming. Well, they're now CEOs. They don't have to be charming. I feel like they're still charming. They're just not to me because I'm I'm a low life. All of my CEOs have been sociopaths, (laughs) which is slightly different. I mean, it's it's like it's O-day narcissists. It's related. They're like in the neighborhoods. So uh, Peter almost catches up, and right as he's about to jump on the van, he gets grabbed by the vulture, Mm -hmm. uh, who takes him up super high. And just drops him, wrapped in, like, a cloth, into a lake. Right, just to kill him. And at the last minute, you see, like, this Iron Man suit dive in and pull him out. hmm And set him down on a playground. Right, on the, like, uh, that climbing structure that's like just, like... the dome thing. The dome, yes. The, the dome climbing. dome-looking thing. Yes. And he's sitting there, and Iron Man is just, like, reading him the right out. Like, well, like what the fuck are you doing? He's like, I've left, like, 27 messages for Happy. Like, I don't know what else to do. Like, All this shit is going down, and I'm the one who could save it. You know, like... He's like, by the way, how did you find me? Do you have a tracker in my suit? He's like, I got all kinds of shit in your suit. By the way, I saw a heater. And turns it on. And, like, Peter was, like, sitting there shivering. Like, ooh, that's wet. nice. Like, thank well, you. That's nice. Thank you. <laughs> it's just, like, such a... Right, and he's like, a little and he's like, well, thanks for coming to help me. And he's like, I'm not even here, man. You're lucky this place is Wi-Fi because you'd be fucked. <laughs> and he's like in India at a wedding or something. I mean, maybe he's at an Indian wedding. I don't know where he is. He could be at an Indian wedding in California. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so yeah, no more fighting. If you get into any scraps, call Happy. Who again? He did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, don't don't fuck this up, kid. And so Iron Man right, go, out. go back to like helping Dominican women for churros. Like, yeah, th- like there's this, a lot of like we've your... been paying attention, right? And it was like, so the uh, Avengers are going to come and help this? They're like, no, this is way below their pay grade. And at this point, my kids were like, wait, the Avengers get paid? <laughs> and I was like, that's very complicated. <laughs> so in the comics, kind of. Like, some of them... Our government would never pay for. Ever. No. But they play Tony, who is a contractor, who's allowed to do whatever he wants with the money. Also, Thor doesn't want money. Right. Thor doesn't believe in money. Well, he's... Okay, so he's basically got an unlimited supply of Asgardian gold, until he doesn't. Um, And 
he's like a prince of Asgard. Like he doesn't need. He doesn't need the money. He doesn't, he doesn't, need, doesn't the money. need the money. He's not motivated by money. What he's motivated by is glory and like the stories that he'll take back to Valhalla. Right, right, and honor. And honor and like. The American... No, that's the other guy. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, which is also Captain America. Not motivated by money. Wants to do what's right for America. I mean, that helps when you've been undead for like 50 yeah. years and all of your investments have like made quadruple. Yeah, well also like when he was frozen, America was saving the world. And mm -hmm. when he wakes up, America... Is around. <laughs> You right, know, right. I mean, Civil War, well, you know, uh, I mean, honestly, Winter Soldier was the thing I think that kind of cracked him. It was like, what the fuck am I signed up for? And then Civil War was just like, yep, peace, I'm out. Right, all the government's the worst. You can actually see it in his uniform. like. Oh, interesting. Yeah, in... I know he loses the, like, ridiculous helmet thing shenanigans. So his, he starts, um, he ends up losing... You know, he's red, white, and blue. Mm-hmm. He ends up going to, like, an all-black uniform for a little bit. When? And then he ends up, like, you can... Yeah. When does he have an all-black uniform? Uh, going into Civil War. Okay. He's got an all-black uniform. After Winter Soldier. After Winter Soldier. And then... Who did he commission to make his super uniform? Where know. he's like, I Who want... these things? I want a new color vibe. Yeah. Um, and then he's just, but he still has like the Avengers A on one shoulder. Okay. And then when you see him after the events of Civil War, it like Avengers, uh, Endgame. Right. Or, he doesn't uh, have the A anymore. Uh, yeah. Infinity War. In Infinity War, he's wearing a black uniform and he doesn't have, like, you can actually see there's like a spot on the shoulder where the A was that's a little darker. Oh, interesting. Like, where he like, patch where, he, like pulled, where he pulled the patch off. Yeah, and so, like, there's a whole evolution of his uniform where he's, like, stepping away from stuff. But then, after that, he's, like, you know, when he kind of, you know, after the blip, he's, like, they need a symbol. Like, they need someone to stand up and be what they think they are, he should be more than what More than I what we like. actually are. So, like, maybe I can inspire people to be better. And so he goes back to the full red, white, and blue uniform. Interesting. Yeah. It's... And then, which means that by the time Endgame happens and he's got the, like, Avengers Assemble moment where he's holding the hammer and, like, being awesome, he's in the full uniform. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because that had to happen. Sure. Like, that was yeah. It's, it's a money awesome. shot. God, yes. Anyway. Anyway. So... Um, there's a whole fight, and then Peter calls Ned, and he's like, hey, should I come back to the party and do my grand appearance? He's like, yeah, maybe not. And he's like, listen to this. And Flash is the DJ, and he's, and he's like, when I say penis, you say Parker. Penis, Parker, penis, Parker. And at this point, I was like, truly, high schoolers, the same, always. They won't be the and, same. Uh, my middle schooler was like, also middle schoolers. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, yeah, apparently it's always funny or whatever it is. I remember being like, God, you guys, like, mm -hmm. there's, there's so much more. There's so much more to humor for you So and everyone else. We jumped to Toombs's, like, hideaway. Mm -hmm. And, like, one of the nerd guy that's, like, in charge of the tech is, like, making this, like, hole, portable hole that he can, like, reach through mm -hmm. the side and, like, grab a beer out of a... Out of a fridge, excuse me, without opening it. 
and um, pretty great. The handy, handy as fuck. And then Tombs drops in, and he's like livid. He's like, mm-hmm. "What the fuck was that?" And the van that had been like in the chase drives up, and the guys get out like, "That was fucking awesome!" Like. We got out of there, and he's like, listen, I told you guys not to be shooting that shit off in public. I told you guys to keep a low profile. Right, to stay under the radar. Like, we cannot afford this shenanigans. And, like, the dude was, one dude's like, yeah, whatever, man. Like, but we got all the stuff. Like, that's the important part. Well, okay, well, like, most of the stuff. Because we did drop some things that, mm-hmm. like, Spider-Man found, found, like, this purple glowing thing that Spider-Man found in the previous scene. But, like, we got most of the stuff, and, like, you know, maybe that guy will call us someday. And he's like, you're fired. Like, Tombs is like, you, no, you're fired. Like, out. Like, you're out of the organization. I cannot afford you. He's like, well, maybe you can't afford me to be out there, you know? All the shit I know. Mm-hmm. I've been with you for, like, ten years. You know, like, like... I know this. I know where the bodies are buried. He's like, yeah, you're right. And so Michael Keaton picks up this gun, points at the guy, and shoots it, and he, like... Turns into, like, he barbecue. Yeah. He just, like, turns into flamey carbon dust and a pile of charcoal. And Michael Keaton just looks over and And, like, one of the people are like, damn. And Michael Keaton looks over he's like, I thought that was the anti-gravity gun. He's like, no, that's the No, that's this one. He's like, that's the, that gun. He's like, oh. Right, so definitely takes the wind out of his sails in terms of being a bad guy, but also he shows no remorse. Yeah, so, <laughs> oh well. Mm-hmm. Moving on, we cut back. Ned, like, new guy, you're the new, you're, you're the, the new, new shocker. shocker. So, like, like, find that shit, like, go. Yeah, get me my gun back, or can I get the weapon you guys lost back, or, you know, that. He's like, noted. Okay, man. So, Ned... And Peter are now in shop class. Mm-hmm. Um, their shop teacher is Al Bundy, which, like... Right, and is not paying attention at all. Because they're taking apart whatever that weapon was that they mm-hmm. found in the park. Right, instead of, like, making a birdhouse. Whatever they're supposed to be doing. And, um... It's very interesting that Peter and Ned take shop. Sure, together. Together, even though they're clearly, like... Very smart and on the academic decathlon and like on a different track than a yeah. lot of shop kids. I was in like the gifted program. I'm through a shop class. Did you take shop in high school? Yeah, my freshman year I did. We didn't offer it in senior high. Interesting. But I took it in freshman year. I took it in junior high. Well, so. But not in senior high because by the time I got to high school, they were like, no, you have to go to college. Yeah. It was fun. Um, and. They're taking this thing apart. They're realizing that it's a mix of alien tech and like off the shelf things doing shelf right, and human tech. And they're like, and Ned's like, that's like the coolest thing ever. And Peter's like, not amused because they tried to kill me. Like, <laughs> right? It'd be way cooler if they didn't try to murder me. And so they're leaving shop class, and as they're going up the stairs, there's like henchmen coming their way, and mm-hmm. they automatically like dodge over. I'm like, why? No one's seen your face. Also. What are these fully grown humans doing in high school? Yeah. What is it, like 21 Jump Street? Yeah. Shit? Yeah. Like, like, what? What? So you go to the front office, and they'd be like, what's your kid's name? And they'd be like, uh, they'd be like, sit right there, I'm gonna call the cops. Right. Right. There's, even if you had reason to be there, what? and you had a kid you needed to collect, there is no way 
they would let you wander the halls. No. When I was in college, my roommate uh, was a student teacher, and I went to pick her up one time, and I, as, like, truly the youngest-looking 19-year-old person, like, they were like, you sit your ass in this chair. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Well, like, at our school, like, you walk into, or my kid's elementary school, you walk into, like, this vestibule. And you're... And you can go into the office if they buzz you in. Yeah, like, everything is, like, bulletproof glass. You're, yeah. like... You're, like, just stuck in this fish tank. <laughs> and there's, like, one door that, like, you could run out if you needed to. But, like, no, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. And then you have to, like, go the so, long like, way. Like, we can have a whole conversation in this hallway, motherfucker. Through this Bobby, baby monitor. Yep. Our, our middle school, I love this, there's an overhang with, like, a ATM, like... <laughs> <laughs> legit there's like a speaker in the middle of the glass that like, like scan, you have to scan your uh <laughs> no like there's like a window set to the middle like the office has an outside facing window i'm not even in the building i'm just under the overhang talking into this right like, like i need to pick up my kid for a dentist appointment and they're like can you pass id and they like open the drawer and you put your id in the drawer they put like back, a bank <laughs> like a bank teller <laughs> And they look at it, and they put it back in, and they push it back out, and you take your ID back, and they're like, all right, we'll have them out in a minute. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, you you, you don't even get to go in the physical building. No, I've, nev I've never seen my kids' uh, middle school. Ne never. Like, I've, I've seen the outside, but I... I just say you're not missing much. I don't, I don't know what the inside looks like. I've, I've been never in been there. once, but, like, it's not great. It's fine. Anyway. So these guys are walking around. They end up in the shop class sniffing around. They're like, mm -hmm. yeah, the energy's been here, but I don't know where it is now. And Peter Parker follows them in and, like, hides and ends up, like, shooting them with, like, a tracker bug mm -hmm. that latches onto one of the guys' shoes, I guess? Right. He put a tracker on a bad guy. Conveniently, that bad guy is going to keep that pair of shoes on for the next 48 hours. I mean, they're good shoes. I mean, they were, like, nice work boots. Right. Like, are you going to change into, like, gym shoes? As soon as I get home. <laughs> I have a pair of Tom slippers that are, like, really the right. MVPs so of the like, pandemic. Right, so, like, but if you're going to go out to work again, are you going to put on your gym shoes? I guess. No. You're going to put on your work boots forever. I guess. I guess. So... And track him around like he and Peter or him, he and Ned are like watching this little like 3D display of where they are and like updating like they're over here they're in New Jersey they're over there they're you know doing stuff oh but they stopped here and kind of track him down towards Washington D.C. Washington D.C. and he was like oh if only I had a reason to go to Washington D.C. and like da 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 academic decathlon Washington D.C. Right, so he the next scene is like him being like, "Yeah, it turns out I can come," and they're like, "Great, we'd love to have you." Well, last like, minute, was like, "No, you can't just do that." And the teacher's like, "Yeah, of course, you're the smartest." Right, guy I've ever met. Like, right. La last minute, no, I assume no, <laughs> no parental forms <laughs> for you to go to Washington D.C. Yeah, May seems May maybe he had May sign them just in case before he backed out. Before he backed out, um, and so they get on the bus, and Emily's like. Yeah, I can't wait to go. I was looking to light some, do some light protesting on the way. And the teachers are like, yeah, sure, whatever, First Amendment, get on the bus. Right, right, like, protesting is very patriotic. And so... Right, like, I'm hoping, like, can you drop me off just outside of the embassy? Yeah. And so they're driving down there and, like, doing some practice, like, quiz stuff. 
and Peter's phone rings and it's happy. He's like, Hey, got a ping. You're leaving New York city. He's like, yeah, it's no big deal. I'm just going to the, you know, academic decathlon to like Washington DC. He's like, Hey, I get to decide what's no big deal in this situation. Like I'm, I'm your handler. Like, right, but also you haven't responded to literally any of my messages for the, like six months. So honestly, I'm just doing what fuck the fuck you. I yeah, like, indeed. But also, I, can, happy I can do what I want. Yeah. By the way, it seems like no big deal. Like just have fun. But also, seems fine. Yeah. So. Yeah, keep it posted. So much ego. So much ego in the room. Well, so I feel like Happy, honestly, is just trying to find his way. Mm -hmm. Like, he's been, like, basically Tony's driver and, like, bodyguard. And he's like, this is kind of a dead-end job. he makes really good pasta. He does. Yeah. That's a different movie. (laughs) Is that? I don't know. All... I mean... All of his movies are the same. He's, like, some schlub... Who's like, you know, whatever. But then turns out he's a great guy. I'm going to argue he's not a great guy in Swingers. No. Or, um, oh, what was the not a sequel sequel to Swingers? I don't know. With him. Uh, Maid? Maid. Yeah, he wasn't a great guy in Maid. I mean, but he's always that guy. He's always he's that guy. He's always that guy. Where he's like... I mean, what's with this guy? And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> like, he's the background guy to, like, the really loud, obnoxious guy. And you're like... Yeah, and you're like, I mean, compared to this guy... He's, he's pretty He's cool. okay. But, like, compared to a regular human, all of these people are trash. True. True. So, Peter and Ned get to DC, and they start trying to hack the suit. Because they figure out... There's a tracker on it, and Peter's like, can't be having that. I'm like, right. you should be having that. Right, but we gotta get rid of the tracker, because otherwise, Tony Stark will come in and, like, you know, save the day and me. And we can't be having that. Yeah. Also, they find out there's a twin training wheels protocol. Right, which they uh, bypass. Yeah, and so then Peter's like, alright, I'm sneaking out. I'm gonna go figure out what's going on. And as he's leaving his hotel room, the rest of the team sw- like runs by, including Liz. Mm-hmm. In a swimsuit. In a swimsuit. And she's like, hey, we're going to go swimming. And you can see Peter being like... I'm very interested in swimming. And they're like, yeah, a slightly rebellious activity right before the game will help morale. Yeah, I, I read it in a TED Talk. I mean, I heard it in a TED Talk and I read a leadership book. I don't know. Anyway, mm-hmm. I stole a bunch of candy bars. Like... Right, this candy bar's like $11. Get your trunks on, let's go. Yeah. And he's like, mm, thinking about it. Right, and very V-tempted. Oh, V-tempted. Like, <laughs> <sighs> she's a very conventionally attractive girl. Indeed. Like, she's, and he's got a thing for her, and mm-hmm. like, they share some interests. They're, you know, she's a senior, he's a sophomore, like. Wow. That's yeah. It's a, a real, it's a real jump. I I know a freshman that ended up going to uh, homecoming with a senior. Oh. Mm-hmm. True story. I don't know who that is. Yeah, you do. <laughs> he was in our house not 24 hours ago. Oh, so interesting. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you the rest of the story later. Uh, anyway, and... I did act, ask a sophomore uh, to my junior prom because I didn't want to deal with, like... Drummer. Drummer. Yeah. I was like, hey, you, you're around. Do you want to come to prom with me? And he was like, sure, whatever, man. So Peter, though, <laughs> a little more focused, decides to go off to be Spider-Man. 
mm-hmm. and he tracks the um, signal, the tracker, to like an abandoned gas station. And, and he, like, w- he was like, your, your base isn't a gas station, so lame. <laughs> but it turns out that's just like the layover point, where like, right. there's a convoy coming by. And so there's a whole scene of him, like, the convoy comes by, the car pulls out of the gas station and follows them, but really it's the vulture coming in. Right. And they're just running support. Right. And also his suit is like, oh, congratulations on, like, finishing your training wheels protocol. Like... You know, you know I, I'm i unlocking all of the shit. Yeah, and he's like, great, cool. He's like, would you like... And he's like, all right, um, I wish I could hear what those guys were saying. She's like, well, do you want to do, like, um, like surveillance protocol? He's like, yeah. And so he can hear what's going on in the car. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, well, it looks like we're going to go. She's like, do you want to enter, like, combat protocol? He's like, yeah, sure. sure. man. Instant kill mode activated. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's not my right. style. I'm not, I'm not here for insta kill. Jill's like, so you don't want to insta kill them? And he's like, no. She's, she's like, like fine, right. stun mode, sure, whatever. And she seems very put out that she cannot murder people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a little bit of Ultron punk, you know, mm-hmm. bouncing around in this AI, I think. But anyway. Um,. So as he's sneaking up on these guys, the you know the trucks go by that they were waiting for, and they pull out, and then he's like, "Okay, well, time to make the donuts. Let's let's figure out what's going on." And it's the vulture trying to break into these trucks, and so he the vulture like swoops in, clamps onto the one truck, jumps down, opens a hole using the like thing we saw earlier, right. His magic cutting tool. Well, it's not really cutting. It's just like phase shifts. It's a, it's, yeah, it's a so vibe. It just, just jump through and starts like shopping in this truck to find Right, like what, what's good? What's good? What's good and like extra, extra blingy. Yeah, and like nobody knows it's happening because it's like the last truck. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you, they would totally have a following car. Absolutely. Yeah, to be like watching everything, and it's like this is not a target in and of itself, right? But like the, the there'd be a front car and there'd be an end car for sure. There yeah. might even be like a couple middle cars. Yeah, of course. But he's able to like start shopping, and he comes up, and when he comes up, Peter Parker's Spider-Man's there. Right. I was like, hey man, I don't think that shit's yours. And so they get into a little scrap. And it ends with the vulture, like, smacking him down into the truck and then turning off the portal. So when Peter tries to jump up through the roof again, he just mm-hmm. smacks his head into the roof and, and knocks stuck. himself out. Right, and he has to stay in the truck until the truck gets to the, like, government whatever. Yeah. And he's like, he, he wakes up and he's like, suit lady, what the fuck just happened? He's like, yeah, you got knocked out and you have a minor concussion. He's like, fantastic. Where are we? She's like, mm, not sure. Can't get a read because we're like deep underground somewhere. Right. You're in you're in the most uh, secure place in the world. The uh, uh, Department of Damage Control. Department ball. of Ga- Damage Control. Well, he like busts out and then she's like, oh, yeah, I know where you are now. You're in the damage control vaults. Sorry about your luck. Good luck. Good luck with your life. And so he goes into this whole thing where he's like, well, maybe, you know, like, can I get out? And she's like, no, not really. Like, there's a time control lock. That's, that's very unlikely. Yeah. 
And so just, you know, make yourself comfortable. Like, <laughs> right, you're gonna be here for a bit. And like, uh, maybe I should I should run that like protocol about, you know, like how all to the, use the suit. how to use the suit. Like how do how do I do all my different spider webby stuff? And it's like, okay, cool. So they do all the spider webby stuff and it's like, how long has it been? It's been like three minutes. Thirty seven. He's, he's like, fuck <laughs> Time is going in reverse. What am I gonna do? Yep. And so he figures out like we need to hack this door that's there. Mm-hmm. And like all the locking mechanisms are on the inside, which kind of makes sense because he's on the inside too. Like you wouldn't want put the locking mechanisms on the outside of the door where people coming in would be able to reach them. I mean, wouldn't you? Well, like no. So this is assuming that the alien tech is sentient. I mean, I guess and, that is a wrinkle. And can push the buttons. Yeah, but like, how do you get to the alien tech? If the alien tech can only be open from the inside. I assume it can be open from the inside or the outside. I assume so, but, like, the guts it's of a, the it's locker. It's a double lock. Yeah. The guts of the locker on the outs- inside. And then, like, if that you makes, look at the outside, there's nothing. but like zero sense. Well, there would be nothing be like, but, like, a touchpad. No! They'd be, like, locking your, like, Fort Knox is a touchpad on the inside with the gold. Well, and the no. gold is just fucking sitting there. Well, it's like... You know, it's like our house. Like, there's a key on the outside. There's a there's there's a turn knob on the inside. You want the turn knob on the inside. Yes. So, like, digitally, what he's looking at is the turn knob. Okay. Okay. And there's, like, some sort of, like, key on the outside. Like a touchpad or, like, a keypad. Or but something. how does he push the keypad on the outside from the inside? He doesn't. But the computer on the inside, he starts hacking with suit. Okay. Lady. Trying to figure out how to get out. Suit lady. He's, and he's like, hey, suit lady, I feel weird calling you suit lady. Should I call you Liz? And he's like, no, that's that, weird. That's I shouldn't call you Liz. Maybe Karen? She's like, you can call me whatever you want. I don't care. You Just can call me lane. Karen. Yeah. You know, call me daddy. I don't care. Right. Also, why am I a lady? Well, she does have a lady voice. Patriarchy. Mm-hmm. Because we like all our digital, digital assistants by default should be female. Right. Except for me, I tend to, like, mix them up. <laughs> I'm like, I need an Australian man. <laughs> yeah. I need, like, Chris Helmsworth to be my digital assistant. If I could boss around Chris Helmsworth, I would be in for it. Like, yes, please. Oh, thank you. I'm, like, devastatingly heterosexual. But, like, <laughs> but also... Like, given the event, given the possibility, I would have Chris Hemsworth as an assistant. Right. He seems he seems like he would be fun. Um, his performance in um, Ghostbusters. Yes, the movie, in the lady in the lady Ghostbusters. I'm here for. Yeah. Um. So, meanwhile, it's the decathlon. Mm-hmm. Um. He's hacking the door. He's trying to see, but like, we get a little montage of the other team. The rest of the team doing actually pretty well. Not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah. And they manage to win and then go out for a celebratory. Even even though Peter is like maybe not there. He's definitely not there. Yeah. Um, And they decide to go for a tour of the Washington Monument to celebrate like you do. Right, right. Except for MJ is like, I don't really want to celebrate anything built by slaves. And the teacher's like, it wasn't built by slaves. And the uh, like the park ranger, the park ra- the park ranger who works there is like, eh. he gives a little like <laughs> handshake, like kind of, like at least half built by slaves. Which I love the fact details are important here 
it was partially built by slaves. Right, the first the first part, the bottom part, was built by slaves. Right, and actually, if you look at it, you can see a scene where they paused it due to this little thing called the Civil War. Right, and then after they had to pay people to yeah. build it. And then the rest of it was built with non-slave labor. Right, right. Which is... Where you're like, I'm not going to visit this part of it. And yeah. you're like, yeah, that doesn't work. I'm, yeah, just, you can't, I'm just not going to not visit. I'm, I'm not, not going to go in the it. lower half. Right. That's like a lower third, maybe. I don't know. I've Water. never been in the Washington Monument. We've been at the foot of it. We've been at the foot of it, but I've never paid to go up on it. So when we were there last, which would have been 08? Yeah, it was It was a while ago. It was, or, yeah, it was, I think it was 08. Because mm-hmm. uh, we did not have children yet. We did not. Um, it was closed due to the earthquake. Yes, I, I do. I do remember no, going. No, that was earlier. That I was don't later. know. It I don't was know. Closed due to like just like general. I it's it's fine. Bullshit. We had like twelve hours there, and we were we needed to prioritize. Yeah, we went to like all <laughs> so we went to other highlights. things. I do remember going to the Teddy Roosevelt uh, Memorial. And they were like, oh, it celebrates his love of animals. And I was like, can you shoot the animals? And they looked at me like I had four heads. And I was like... Teddy would have wanted that. But... but have you been to the Natural History Museum? <laughs> Half of those animals have Teddy Roosevelt's name. I was like, Teddy Roosevelt, right? Like, And they were like, absolutely, you cannot shoot the animals. It celebrates his love of animals. And I was like, can you hunt them? And they were like... No! They were so aghast. <laughs> it was the second biggest irony of that trip. Second only to the fact that the FDR memorial wasn't handicapped accessible. Right. I also asked that. I was like, is it handicapped accessible? And they were like, oh! I have good news. It turns out they just redid the FDR memorial and it is It's now now handicapped accessible. In the year of our Lord 2022. Y'all, I was there dropping all the truth <laughs> in, in 2008. <laughs> yeah, it was that was wild. Yeah, to be clear, the I'm doing the math now, the earthquake was not for many years after that. Oh, I don't we know. Were, I don't, after our third we just before. didn't go. Because uh, we it were busy. It was post nine eleven, where you had, like had like they hadn't quite upgraded. The yeah, I mean it was post nine eleven, and but also we were like we have we have like a day, you know. So what do we want to see? Yeah, and I was like, do I? <laughs> well, and it was like you were allowed to go in, but they were taking like small batches where you like had like eight people per hour, mm-hmm. and you're like, so if you want to go, you have to get there at like six in the morning. And stand in line. And put your name on a list. And I was like, I don't care yeah, that much no, no, at all. I was going to do that. Anyway, so they're going into the Washington Monument. And mm-hmm. and Peter had been trying to call Ned, who had to like check his phone during the contest. Because you're not allowed to have cell phones. Right. Which is fair. And right, because of a Google. Yeah. And the big thing he needs to tell him is the purple thing that they found is actually like a Shatari energy bomb thing. But if you only reacts to certain radiations, mm-hmm. which is would be good to know before Ned threw it on the x-ray scanner. Yes. Yes. And so as they're going up the elevator, this thing explodes. Sometimes science is bold. Yeah. So the ex- this thing explodes, and they get... There's a whole shenanigans rescue scene of Spider-Man trying to get 
to the Washington Monument. Mm -hmm. And the basic summation of this is he has to end up jumping over a helicopter, shooting webs at the like the hanging down bar thingies underneath the, the, the runners, the skid things. That control the uh elevators? No, no, just like the like the landing bar things. Okay. The skid things. And then using that to like launch himself through a window of the Washington Monument, skid across Does the Washington Monument even have it windows? Does. It does. And then using that to like catch and then catching the elevator as it's free falling and saving his team and pulling it all up and it's mm -hmm. all with with his like webs. Yeah, and, and some of the webs break and then he has to reweb. He has to reweb and he like ends up pulling it up and getting most of the team up. Right, and being upside down. Yeah, which is a Spider-Man trademark. I mean, I feel like that's a real Tobey Maguire Spider-Man trademark. I don't feel like it's a Spider-Man trademark, like, throughout time. It is. I'm going to say it is. Okay. Oh, but okay, there wasn't that much Spider-Man upside down in the 1960s. <laughs> but he's pulling everybody out. The last person not out of the elevator is Liz. Because of course it is. And then his webs break. Mm -hmm. And she's falling down and he goes, Liz! And he shoots her with a web and pulls her out of there at the last possible minute, and she's fine, and everybody's safe. Right, and he's hanging upside down, and the suit is like, this is your chance. You should you should kiss her. <laughs> and as he's about to, like, move in, his web breaks, and he falls down. Also, nobody noticed he yelled Liz. Nobody. How would this random-ass superhero know her name? He wouldn't. That's the answer. Um, but nobody heard him because he was in an elevator shaft. I guess so. Which are traditionally very sound dampening. But, like, he's literally inches away from, like, Flash. Who right. Who lets any of that bullshit slide. Right. Uh, and he's close to Liz, where Liz would be like, oh my god, he knows my name. You know, like... Mm-hmm. Because it's not like at the beginning he was like, "How's everybody doing? What's everybody's name?" <laughs> like, no, no, no. let's let's talk and like keep the keep the panic down, which would make sense. It yeah. would make sense to be like, "Okay, everyone's gonna be fine. I want you, everybody, tell me my, your name." You know, like, yeah. Let's. But let's he was be just chill. like, "Just get the fuck out of here! Like, just mm -hmm. get out! Like, I don't care about who you are! Like, like just later by later by we'll talk." We'll do a photo op after, maybe. Yeah, I no. Don't know. You'll never see me again, but I'm going to save your life. But he ends up just kind of disappearing after that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we cut over to Tombs, who's talking to his henchman. Yes. He's like, we don't have enough supplies. We are shit. way too close. Yeah. Yeah, we're like, we're, we've made a contract with some really violent, scary people, but we don't have the shit that we promised them because that was supposed to come out of that heist that got foiled by Spider-Man. What are we going to do? And they're like, well, remember the big thing? And he's like, fuck, I guess we're going to do the big thing. And also, I'm going to kill that fucking spider. Mm-hmm. So, we come back to school. Everybody's going crazy because, A, The Catalan won their whatever. And then we're rescued by Spider-Man. All the, like... Did your, school, like, did your school ever go crazy because of the decathlon? No. Went well, really, it's great. like the kids coming back and, like, you see all the parents, like, hugging their kids and, like, being right, excited. Right, right, because they saw the news and they and almost like, died. And they're, like, they're interviewing the kids, like, it was awesome, we won this thing, we're so great, also Spider-Man, like, what the fuck? And, like, the teacher, they're like, 
He's like, I don't know if I could live with myself if I lost a kid on a school trip mm-hmm. again. Again! And I'm like, whoa, whoa. We never get that story. No, we don't. Never. So. Shit. I cannot believe he is still employed. <laughs> yeah. And Peter pulls Barnett. He's like, listen, we kind of figure out what the heck's going on with these guys. Like, pulling this technology, the vulture guy. Like, I don't know what's going on, but we got to. We got to sort it. And Ned's like, yeah, but we have a Spanish cruise. And I'm like, this is Spider-Man. Right. Like, right. It's like, I have to save the world, but also. Not Spa- out of Spanish. Also a Spanish class. And also I have like zero romantic prospects, even though my hormones are going crazy. Um, he's got prospects. I'm not going to lie. He's got a couple prospects. He does and he doesn't. I mean, anyway. Um, so. As he's, like, processing this, the printer's like, Parker, my office, now. And he goes in, he's like, he comes out with detention. Because, yeah, he abandoned his team. They didn't know where he was. Like, you're on a field trip from the school. Left without telling anyone. You can't just wander off on a field trip. But also, you're an honor student, so we're not going to suspend you. Yeah, I don't think any of my people ever got uh, suspension for, like, wandering off from a field trip. No. So I had field trips where my whole field trip was like, go on a walking tour of Chicago by yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I had, uh, so we went on a trip once and, and it was like, come back at the right time. But other than that, do whatever. (laughs) We were on a trip once and it was an orchestra trip and our bass players got busted with, let's just say substances. Okay. Okay. And their use. And they were just put under basically house arrest, like, in the hotel, in right. the rooms. Right, you don't get suspended for that. And then when they came back, yeah, they had, like, three, like, three detentions. Like, mm-hmm. but again, it was like, yeah. But he got, like, expelled. No, he just got detentions. Oh, just detention. He, just detention. In fact, Ned asked if he's expelled. He's like, no, I'm just under detention. He's like, all right. You know, like, and you can tell Ned's like, honestly, you abandoned your friends. So, like, whatever, like, I understand the story, but, like, from the outside, whatever you're going to get is going to be what you get. So, that's fine. Um, And so, Peter goes home and figures out that Karen could bring up the video of everything he's seen. He's like, what's that called? He's like, it's called the baby monitor protocol. He's like, mental note. Anyway... Let's figure yeah, out let what's going on. It. Yeah. And between a lot of embarrassing videos of himself doing impressions in the mirror with the mask on, he ends up seeing um the bad guys and like mm-hmm. it's like do some facial recognition and she's like, I don't know any of these guys. The only one I know is like this one minor petty thief called Aaron Davis. Uh he's in Queens and that's um, right, that's, our friend Childish Gambino. Right, that Miles Morales is uncle, though. Yeah, it is. He's the prowler. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so he in the comics he is a a villain, mm-hmm. and that's what makes him. Kind but of he's a Spider Man villain and a Miles Morales villain. Well, he's really a Miles Morales villain, but they brought him into this Spider Man. Yes, yes, because um, all the Spider Man are. Chilling. Also, the I'll point out um, in like 10 years before this, Donald Glover was rumored to be a Miles Morales. Ooh. And that would have been. Fantastic. That would have been great. Um, Honestly, I love Donald Glover. I love I, everything he does. 
absolutely like, everything. Like, he is very fucking talented. It kind of makes me mad. <laughs> yeah, it does. He's funny. He's dramatic. Right. He's, he's a talented rapper, artist, musician. Right. He, do- he does he good has, things. Like, he, he does music videos that make me go... I'm uncomfortable, but I need to interact with this. Yes, yes. Which is not what most music videos do. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. He's he's great. Um, anyway, so he goes and finds Donald Glover. And the way he, like, secures him is, you know, it's a great scene. Donald Glover's, like, putting some stuff in his trunk. And Spider-Man just, like, glues his hand to the trunk. And he's like... Tell me where the people are. And he's got this, like, super deep, resonant voice. Right. That is very clearly computer-generated. And he was like, I mean, I know what you sound like from was, the yeah. last time you were around. <laughs> like, is this your, like, first time interrogating someone? He's like, no. I mean, okay, maybe. Yes. I mean, maybe. And then he turns out the voice. He's like, okay, cool. Like, let's talk. But for real, person. where is all this shit? He's like, first off, and and Aaron is like, first off, when you need- you're like, shoot me, not him. That was a real baller moment, and I respect that. I thought so, that was very cool. So I'm yeah. going to help you out a little bit. Ball, so you need to get way better at this part of your job. <laughs> he's like, on it. He's like, what do you mean this part of my job? <laughs> and he's like, you know, the, like, hardball interrogation part of your job? Because, like, you were not sending out hardcore interrogation vibes. You're a fucking puppy. Like, and I can tell. But, but I appreciate your chutzpah. And I'm going to, you know probably what? probably saved my life. I'm going to throw you a softball. And also, fuck those guys. Check the Staten Island Ferry. Right. Okay, cool, 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 cool. And so, they get on the ferry. Um, and, again, so, he's like, I need to figure out what's going on in there. And Karen's like, do you want me to deploy the spider drone? He's like, I have a drone? <laughs> he's like, yeah, it's like on your chest. And so, it like, pops off his chest and starts moving around. I'm like... God damn it. Things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday. (laughs) Right. Right. This would have been very uh, nice to know. And so the drone runs around. He's like, all right, well, we found like two bad guys from the the thing. Mm -hmm. Also a couple of uh, like homicide convicts. And this other guy that they seem to be talking to, we have no record of him. And it's Michael Keaton. It's Michael Keaton. And so. Good job keeping his nose clean. Honestly, like that's a very hard thing to do when you are like, Running a semi-illegal business for eight years. Yeah, if you haven't been caught by now. Like, honestly, great job. Yeah. And so there's a whole shenanigans of Peter trying to figure out, you know, how to get them. Their stuff's in a white truck. And he ends up, like, down on the car deck and is like, you guys, freeze. Spider-Man's here. I'm taking you. There's a, like, real short fight that ends Mm -hmm. up with him. I mean, disabling and, the henchmen. and the ferry is not a bad way to, like, have a cargo hang up, like, right, right. handoff, where you're like, oh, they came in in one car, they went out in another car, you know, like. Yeah, it's fine. Like, you would have passengers, you'd have cars, you like, people in vehicles mingling. It's fine. No one would bat an eye. Mm-hmm. The only problem is they're going from, like. Queen, well, they're going from Manhattan to Staten Island, which is a fucking island. Yes. So now they've got the weapons on an island, and they've got to get back off the island somehow. Through another ferry. Through another ferry. Or, there, I think there's bridges. But, like, it's still, like, not the most practical. Not the most but, practical, no. But it also allows for some really cool set pieces. 
which is where um was what happens next is the FBI breaks in because they were watching this shit. Sure, 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 sure. Um, and even though uh, Spider-Man is like, right, almost going to catch the guys, then FBI busts in. And it was like, FBI, freeze. And he's like, but I'm a good guy. And they're like, you don't seem like a good guy. <laughs> and in the confusion, Toombs is able to get into his like vulture wingsuit. Yes. And take off. And he's got a gun that like splits things in half. And it's like a whole thing. He splits like... Almost all of the Staten Island Ferry in half. Well, he's, like, splitting smaller things in half, and then Spider-Man, like, whips it and, like, hits it with the webs, but he's got the taser webs on. Right, and he tries to just, like, keep it down, Uh, but he's like, you are playing with things you don't understand, and it, like, patooshes and splits the whole Staten Island Ferry in half. So then Spider-Man's, you know, the vulture can get away while Spider-Man's trying to, like, stitch together with webs. Mm-hmm. And then at one point has to, like, you know, like, he shoots webs out of both hands. Right, at first, like, at first he holds it together with webs and is holding together and everyone's like, yay, Spider-Man! And then starts to break and he's like, oh no, what do I do? And he has to pull it together with and his arms. And he's like, now I just have to hold it together with, like, my abs and uh, grit. And my, like... Jesus pose. Right, Jesus pose and, like, the pecs. <laughs> and as he's doing that, all of a sudden, an Iron Man suit comes out and all these little, like, mini, like, drone things. Zhuzh it together. Push the, the ship back together. Iron Man's able to, like, weld it together with his, like, blasters mm-hmm. and get it back. And then just basically grabs Spider-Man by the scruff of his neck and takes him off to the shore. Right, and so you're fucking grounded. Yeah. And Tony is actually in the suit this time and comes out. He's like, listen, like, what the fuck was that? You cannot be doing this shit. He's like, again, called happy. Right. No response. Nobody's doing anything. I'm the only one here who can do anything. So, like, Don't whatever. If you were like, it's above my pay grade, so... Then it's my pay grade. You know, like... And, like, he's, like... And they're arguing back and forth. And there are some really good moments where, like, Spider-Man's like, I wanted to be like you. And Tony Stark's like, I wanted you to be better. And I'm like, ooh, that's some self-awareness that Tony does not often dabble in. I mean, it's true. Yeah. But also... Ego. So much ego. So much ego in that room. Yeah. Because he doesn't want him to be better because he wants to be better. He wants to be better because... He know he sucks, but, like, maybe if he can, like, get someone to be decent, that'll absolve him from his guilt. Right. From all of the shit that he has done wrong in his life. And you're like, this person, like, you being the savior of this person... Does not... Does not make you a better person. Like... No. You you need to really take a, a cold, hard look in the mirror and also seek some therapy instead of vigilante justice. So many, so many vigilantes would probably be better served by Honestly, therapy! But um, they talk more and, like, Tony's like, listen, I'm taking the suit back. And he's like, but without, and, and Spider-Man's like, without the suit, I'm nothing. He's like, well, then without the suit, you, then if you're... If you're nothing without the suit, then you don't deserve the suit. And you're like, excuse me, Iron Man. Mr. Stark. Yeah, who are you without the certain suit? And he's like, I mean, I'm a, I'm a playboy. You're a playboy philanthropist. (laughs) Vigilante billionaire philanthropist. And you're like, basically, you're a fuck boy. Like, no. 
You know who Spider-Man no. is without the suit? Right. Uh, a brilliant young child. Who can, like, has superhuman strength and the ability to, like, cling to surfaces. Honestly, way better. Yeah. Like, truly a way better person with yeah, the suit than out, you are. You start out much better than Tony is. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but he takes the suit back. And so Peter eventually wanders back into his apartment and May's there. She's like, where were you? What the fuck is going on? You need to talk to me. So like, first off, I know about like leaving. I, right. I know, I know. I know. I you're seek, seeking out. I know you're in detention. Like, I know you left detention. I know you snuck out in D.C. I know you sneak out every night. Like what? You, you can talk to me. I am a safe person. And he's like, I lost the Stark internship. She's like, oh, okay, is this what this is all about? I mean, it kind of doesn't add up. Like, it seems like an oversized reaction, but also, like, that's kind of what high schoolers do. Oversized right. reactions to the right. end of the game. But, like, it's fine. Like, I still love you. It'll still be great. Also, like, you're going to be fine. You were very smart. Like, mm -hmm. you know, this. this is a little bump in the road, but, you know, like... Every kick is a boost. You know, like, you're yeah. gonna, you're gonna be okay. I believe in you, and I'm here for you. I'm a safe person. Mm -hmm. I'm not mad. We'll get through. So Peter goes back to school. Um, he meets with the principal. He's got like detention forever. Um, also, uh, there's a montage of school life and him like rebuilding the desk. Is this when you were talking like, about the principal was uh, mm -hmm. the an actor from? Captain America. Captain America and First his Avenger. and in his like background is like a picture of his quote unquote grandfather with all of his medals. Right, exactly that. And so the the grandfather's there with the medals in like the photo, mm -hmm. and he's sitting. It's, at the desk. it's a nice little Easter egg. Yeah, it is. Um, and he meets up with Liz in the middle of this, and she's like busy with homecoming stuff. And he's like, "No, it's looking great. You're doing a great job. Like, I'm really proud of you. Like, by the way, really sorry about like abandoning you at the decathlon." She's like, "Yeah, you should be, but like, mm -hmm. but we did okay. We did okay. We did okay without you. Yeah." And he also confesses that he likes her, right? Because I like like you, and she's like, "Yeah, I know." And she's like, "What?" He's like, yeah, you're not great at keeping secrets. And she was, and he, he was, was like, like um, you would be surprised. Yeah. But so, also, I do like you. Would you like to go to homecoming with me? And I mean, you're probably going with someone. She's like, actually, I've been so busy doing the homecoming. I forgot to actually get a date for homecoming. So, yeah, sure. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, sounds great. I would love to go with you. And yay. He's like super excited. Elated. Mm -hmm. And so he goes back home. He's like, man, I need your help. Um, and... He gets, like, a suit and learns how to tie a tie. Right, they're watching YouTube videos about, like, the winds or not. Yeah, and then May tries to give him, like, dancing lessons, which is, like, super awkward. <laughs> it's very funny because in real life, uh, uh, Tom is a gymnast and I assume has, like, really great rhythm. Oh, no, no, like, the man is amazing. <laughs> And, like, also Marissa Tomei. Like, I don't want to throw any shade on her. Right. She's no, fine. No, but, like, Marissa Tomei is teaching him. And in the scene, Marissa Tomei is the one with rhythm. And yeah. uh, Tom is being, like, very awkward. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, I feel like there's a little bit of legit there. Because, like, Tom is just awkward. Like, right. Tom Holland as a human. I don't know if he's awkward as a human. But uh, he it really embraces the awkward as a human vibe of Spider-Man. Yeah, he does. And so, like, they learn dancing. And then it's, like, time to go pick up Liz. 
And like Marissa Timmy drops him off at the front door. She's like giving a pep talk, like, do great, have a great time. Not too great of a time, but like, you know, like be good, but also like respect her boundaries and like Right, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Tell her she looks nice, but like not too creepy. Like, I don't know, (laughs) just like just like ride the vibe, man. Like get out there. And so he Peter walks up, he's got a corsage in one hand, he's got the suit, he's looking great, he knocks on the door. And the door opens. And it's Tombs. Oh my gosh. They did such a great job. Right. And he instantly recognizes him. Because he's seen his face. But he's because he's seen his face on the ferry. But Tombs does not recognize him because he was in uh, his spider suit. Right. So Peter, like, again, Tom Holland in this scene, literally all the blood drains from his face. (laughs) He gets even paler, as if that is possible. <laughs> He's a very pale British man, and, like, just drops, like, three shades. Right. He, good job. And so, Tombs is there, and he's, like, giving him, like, the whole, like, dad ribbing. Like, he's cutting vegetables with a way too big knife. Yeah, it's Like, weird. there's a lot of dad it's flex going on. Honestly, dad, dad flex is patriarchy and yeah. bullshit. Right, because, like, I mean... So compare that to May. May was like, just be good, have fun, respect her boundaries, respect your boundaries, like, don't do anything you don't want to do, but also, like, just have fun. Mm-hmm. And Dad's like, I have to protect the virtue of my woman. Right. I have to I have to protect the virtue of my daughter. Yeah. Because that that's is the only trait she has. Fucked up. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's a whole, I mean, there's a whole it's, subtext here of, like... It is so fucked up. Like, you know, like, the concept of losing virginity. What the fuck have you lost? Like, I mean, like, <laughs> you put it in a box and now it's missing? Like, where is your virginity? I point to it on the map. <laughs> like, I don't know. It but, is It is so fucked up. But also, up. like, when the guy loses, like, yay! When the girl loses, like, oh, that's unfortunate. And you're like, what? I mean, what? I mean... What? One needs the other... Obviously, it's put your worship. But anyway, he so the dad is doing all the patriarchal bullshit, and and Tom is just like freaking the hell out. And basically, dad just thinks, "Oh, I'm winning. I'm winning. Like, I'm winning at being intimidating and awful." Yeah, so that he doesn't like violate my daughter. And also, you like you should not violate my daughter because you're a good guy, and not because like like you should not violate me. your daughter or yourself. Like like let's just like right like establish just, some boundaries and some consent. Right, right. Let's go into this with consent for another human, and, and not like like also like you guys really shouldn't because you're like high schoolers, and, right? Like, and you just whole, you just met each other. There's a whole. <laughs> like palette of complications that can happen so like let's let's take things slow let's take things slow but like no so to but dad then is driving them to the thing and to the homecoming dance and the he's like yeah so peter you know her she's like yeah yeah he's like your voice sounds like really familiar have we met before he's like no i don't think so he's like yeah and liz is like oh he does uh, academic decathlon with me. Oh, yeah. You so and you he, with and he came to the house party. Oh, wait, wait. So you were at the house party? Yeah, for like two minutes. Then he disappeared. Wait. And like, 
DC, you were with him the whole time? Well, I mean, like most of the time. Were you involved in that thing in the Washington Monument? He's like, I mean, I was at the bottom. Yeah, he didn't go up in there. Ah, uh, yeah. And like Tombs is like, wait a sec. Right, right. You can see him. Uh, you and Spider-Man have never been in the same room together. Oh my god, you guys. Uh, but so, also, like, so, reasonably. Uh, he gets to the he gets to the dance, and he's like, you go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and give him the dad talk. And... His first question is... No. As, as his date, I'd be like, fuck no. He's coming in with me. Whatever you say in front of him, you can say in front of me. Yeah. Or we're done. Like... But Liz is like, okay, fine. But Liz man, is whatever. like, okay, fine. Whatever. You can. She's like, don't let him intimidate you. Yeah. And so as soon as the door closes, Tomb turns around and like, does she know? And she's like, does she know what? She's like, don't fucking play with me. I know who you are. I know you're Spider-Man. You know who I am. Right. That explains the whole... Like, right. I know all the things. Like, that's why you're so fucking nervous. Let's let's call it quits right here. Right, you saved my daughter's life. I'm gonna give you a bye. But like from here on out, if you ever come after me or my business, I will, I will kill you and your everyone you and love. everyone you love. And uh, conveniently, Spider Man is like, well, that's like two people, including your daughter. So, like, you I know. feel like that's a short list. Mm -hmm. And so. Peter, like, gets out of the car, and he's still super pale, even for Tom Holland. Uh-huh. Walks up into the homecoming, and, like, he's at the door in his glass, and, like, you can't hear anything. Right, it's, like, in, like, a minor key. <laughs> like, you see him look through the window, and, like, all of his nerd friends are over on one side, and, like, Liz is over with the cool kids. Mm -hmm. And, like, MJ literally flips him off through the window, which I thought was a great Was great. For was her. great. Yeah. And then he opens the door and walks in. The music pops up and he walks up to Liz and's like, I'm very fucking sorry, but I gotta go. Right. Honestly, I would blame my dad. I would not blame oh, Peter no. for any of this. I'd be like, Dad, what the fuck did you tell him? Like You can tell she's like, I super would be so mad at my dad. She's super disappointed and kind of angry, but like Peter just kind of walks off before she really gets right. the chance and to she react. was and he was like, You deserve better than this, but I can't be here. Yeah. With you. Yeah, which, again, would blame the dad. A hundred percent would blame the dad, and I would be so mad. And you're like, if you want your daughter to run away, this yeah. this is your vibe. What you this do? is your vibe. So he runs out of the gym and promptly gets punched by one of the henchmen with the shocker, mm -hmm. like, fist thing on. Right, in the parking lot? Yeah, well, in, like, the school bus parking lot. Mm -hmm. And that guy knocks him out, and... Or knocks him into a bus. Mm -hmm. And then, like, there's he a whole bounces. fight scene. Um, Peter had picked up, like, a change of clothes and, like, one web shooter. And a web shooter from his locker. Well, under a series of lockers that he right. just he pick picks up with up one hand. He picks up all of the lockers? Grabs it I out don't understand how that worked. Well, they're all, like, in a bank in, like, a little, like, cubby, like, like a little alcove. Mm -hmm. so one of them lights, was his. Well, he just lights <laughs> the whole bank of lockers up and there's a bag under it and he slides mm -hmm. it back down. Which I'm like, that's a pretty ingenious place to hide things. But yeah, anyway, so his web shooter goes flying and he's trying to figure out what's going on. And then right when the shocker guy is about to deliver the, the like killing blow, he gets hit by web fluid, like a web. And it's Ned. It's Ned who had figured out how it works. And 
Peter's like, nice shot! And then, like, grabs the webs and, like, pulls it down and then punches the guy and knocks him out. And then Right, like, and, like, glues him to the side of the bus. And then he's like, all right, cool. Give me the web shooter. Give me the suit. Like, he gets dressed. He's like, I need you to find where my phone is. Because mm-hmm. he left his phone in Toomes' car. Right. And he's like, I'm gonna figure out where I'm going. I'll I'll call you in a minute. So he runs, so Peter runs out, and Ned runs up into the computer lab. Mm-hmm. And in the library. In the library or whatever. And starts, like, logging into computers and getting things going. And Peter... And he's like, I'm the guy in the chair! That's a great moment. Uh, and Peter finds Flash coming in. It's like, I need your car. In, like, a real fake deep voice. Mm-hmm. And gets... And Flash is like, this is actually my dad's car. He's like, yeah, I don't want to... I don't like, care, man. Yanks them both out, jumps in the car, and starts driving off. And calls Ned on Flash's phone. Is like, where the fuck am I going? And also, how the fuck do I drive a car? Right. I've only drove with May, like, in parking lots. This is a real big step up. Yeah. And so, um, Ned, relishing being the guy in the chair, is like, all right, so you're going to this location. It's a warehouse over here. Turn left here. Turn right there. And um, you see, in the first with this, all of a sudden we pick up Happy Story. Mm-hmm. And the whole concept of their thing was they were moving out of Stark Tower. Right. Or Avengers there. Tower. Because it was, like, half destroyed. Yeah. Well, it was also sold. Oh. So they they're moving into too? another facility. Maybe it is a wise idea not to have, like, the superhero team's headquarters <laughs> in the middle of fucking Manhattan. I like, mean, maybe move them into a more rural, less populated I feel area. Like Stark was never the person to make, like... The prudent decisions. Well, it might be not Stark's decision. Okay, okay. Maybe maybe Pepper. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, um, in the middle of all this, like, one of the teacher comes up and finds Ned. And is like, what are you in doing In the library. Here? What are you doing up here? There's a dance going on. It's like, I'm looking at porn? Right, like, that's fine. No, I, I think that was just the thing that he was like, why would a kid be sneaking up here? I guess that's why. I don't know. Right, but there's no, like, hey, you can't be looking at porn in the, like, Well, Ned just drops library. out the story at this point. Right. But there's but there's no, like, there's no comeuppance. Well, it just drops. For him looking at porn in the school library. Uh, it, his whole story just drops. Like, mm-hmm. we never hear from Stor- Ned again. Until, Literally ever again? Well, like... There's some tags at the end, but like okay. whatever happens to Ned in this moment is not is not covered. He drops off the story. Sure, not appearing in the story because Spider-Man's now at the warehouse. Okay, and he like drops into the ceiling. He sees like these plans for like hijacking a plane. He's like, mm-hmm. okay, what's going on? Right, this is a lot. And he finds Tombs at he's got like a pool table with like stuff spread out on it, like that are his like props and plans. Mm-hmm. And Tombs is like not all concerned. He's like. Yeah, I knew you'd come for me. Like, right? You're real. You're real tenacious. Like your grit, but also I can't have you following me. So, you know, he gets glued. You know, Spider-Man glues one hand to the table. He's like, "Oh, that's what you're doing." And so he talks. Tubes gives his whole speech about like superheroes not killing, caring about the little people, and like not caring who they hurt, and it's all bullshit. And you know, you're just part of the machine now, or you're not. Like, your choice to choose. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Man's like, why are you telling me all this? He's like, well, mostly I needed a few seconds to get her off the ground. And his wings 
bust through the wall and start like circling. They don't hit Spider-Man. He's able to dodge. Mm-hmm. And finally Spider-Man like lands in the middle of the floor. He's like, you missed me. He's like, oh, I wasn't trying. I wasn't really aiming for you, man. You. And so he cuts his hand free, runs out the side as the you notice all the columns in the warehouse have been severed. Mm-hmm. And the whole col- like warehouse collapses. Right. And then like the wingsuit comes out and picks up Tombs and Tom Holland is stuck. Right, he's stuck like covered under rubble. He cannot move. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh no, this is how I go, man. But he's not dead. He's not dead. He in fact um uses like his power of will to be like if he, he hears like Tony's voice being like, if you're if you're nothing without the suit, you don't deserve it. And he's like, I am something without the suit. And he uses his Spider-Man powers to, like, stand up and push the beams off of himself. Something Tony Stark could not do. No, not without the suit. And he gets out of the rubble, and he's ready to roll. Mm Mm-hmm. And right as he's ready to roll, Tombs takes off to intercept the plane that's leaving the Avengers Tower with all With all the crap. All kinds of goodies. And Spider-Man, like, flaps it and hooks to the back of the suit. Right. And then he's like... The, also, the jet is, like, invisible. Yeah. It's, like, got some some jazz yeah. to it to make it invisible. So then he's, like, on the side of an invisible jet. Yeah. It's, like, a whole scene. And it, I mean, it works well, but it's hard to describe. Because it's basically a train heist. But an invisible jet. But an invisible jet with a flying vulture suit. And also, like, the sheriff hitched a ride on mm-hmm. the back. And so... You know, there's they do do a good job of establishing there's no humans on this plane. Right, it's just cargo. It's just cargo. Flown by a drone. So no matter what happens, the stakes are just between Tombs and Spider-Man. Tombs and Spider-Man in this plane. Oh, shit. And so they get in a whole fight. Tombs is trying to, like, steer it off course. He's even got, like, a little drone to, like, mm-hmm. pretend to be the plane. Because it's, it's stealth. So, like, it just needs, like, a little ping that they can watch. Right. You just need to change the algorithm, really. Right. So there's, like, this little drone that's flying on its course that mm-hmm. is pinging. They're like, I'm really the plane. Meanwhile, the plane is going off another direction. Yes. And so Spider-Man figures it all out. And then Tombs figures out Spider-Man's figured it out. So they have, like, this huge fight, which takes out several engines on the plane. Mm-hmm. Which causes the crash conveniently and cinematically... In front of Coney Island. Right. And... Is that the East River? What uh, river is that? It's on the side of... It's on the side of Long Island, I think. Okay. Like, facing the ocean. Okay. And so they crash on the beach. They have another fight scene. And it turns... Like, Tombs ends up kind of getting the upper hand and grabbing a crate of stuff and trying to fly away. But his wingsuit's damaged. It ends up exploding, mm-hmm. but Spider-Man's able to get in and rescue him and pull him out of the damage. Right, and then he just ties him up to the side of a... Well, he makes, like, a big pile of all the, like, crates mm-hmm. full of, like, contraband and, like, crazy right. shit. Right, and then wraps him in it. And then, so when Happy shows up to investigate, because Happy did see the plane go down right. out of his window, um, which Happy shows up to investigate, everything's all nice and, like, gift-wrapped. Right, and he was, like, from your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, this, like, random vulture guy. Yeah, and so then we 
jump back and like Ned is telling the story of like all the awesome stuff that happened and Spider-Man and Peter's like yeah, I mean that was I mean none of that's really like a big deal it's not a big deal uh and then we see Liz mm-hmm. like in the in the scene and it's in the high school like hallways and Peter right. runs up to her and, and she she's does bawling she's bawling she does not want to talk to Peter right and, and he's like, I'm so sorry. And she's like, about what? About leaving me at the high school dance? Because that was a real shitty thing to do. Or about my father being arrested for being an international arms dealer, and now I have to move for my own protection. Because mm-hmm. it turns out, that's also shitty. Right. Worst day of my fucking life, and you are, like, I have a hard time separating. Right. If you're the worst. I don't care. Like, my life, life as I knew it is over like i had this moment of like maybe things are awesome and then everything's terrible and you're part of all of it yeah so uh well she doesn't know he's part of the spider-man thing right 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 but like you know yeah it's terrible so she leaves and then we have like a decathlon team meeting and um the teacher's like well since liz is no longer here because she was a senior and she's graduating and also no longer here right and also like needed to move across the country for her own protection michelle is now the um lead and and she's like my friends call me mj uh, and uh ned was like i thought you didn't have any friends (laughs) she's like exactly exactly it's really weird um and but peter gets a call he's got to go and mj's like who is it what are you doing this is not unacceptable and he's like, uh, she's like, no, nah, I'm just kidding. Just I, kidding. Don't I, don't, I don't care. I don't. I don't care. Whatever. And it's happy, and he's in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And he's like, not he needs to talk in the bathroom, but he's actually in the bathroom. Yeah, which would be a fifty year old man in the bathroom. In the bathroom, of a high school student of a high school that would not happen at all. Also, like Happy's giving a whole speech about like things, and all of a sudden there's a flush, and like some other random kid runs out, and I'm like. You didn't check? You didn't check the stalls, man? You gotta check and make sure this room is secure. Also, it did not to... specify which bathroom. Yeah. There's more than one bathroom in this high school. I don't know. Maybe he did, but, like, we didn't see the message. Yeah, but it wasn't, like, second second floor geometry wing bathroom that always smells like pot. Which bathroom didn't always smell like pot? Oh, the geometry wing always smelled like pot. Fair enough. Anyway, and so he's like, I gotta take you upstate to meet with uh, Tony. And he's like, wait, now? Yeah. Upstate? Yeah. Get in the car. And so they drive upstate to the new Avengers compound. Right. And they're like, we just finished remodeling it. It's got like all new windows and trim. It's nice. <laughs> it's real nice. Real good. And Tony's there. And he's like, hey, buddy. Uh, so here's the deal. Been watching your career with great interest. Right. You I'm, really, I'm really proud of you. I think the uh, like taking away suit was the tough love that you needed. I did a great job there, I think. Uh, pat him on back. Right. Right. I'm, the, I'm your best father figure. And he's like fuck you (laughs) yeah like you can see like a very like barely contained really Mm -hmm. uh and he's like so i'd like to extend an event you know an invitation to join our team and he's like the the team the avengers team he's like yeah yeah man we'd love to have you and he's like right and he's like so here's your new suit you can go through that door and there's a bunch of uh reporters reporters not bloggers but like actual journalists Ready to, like, take your questions and, like, welcome you to whatever. And Peter's like... To this life. Yeah, I don't think so. Right. Thanks, but no thanks. Like, I'd rather go back and be the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Yeah, for a little while longer. I want to finish high school. I want to live my life. I want and to, just, like, like meet maybe, a girl. Right, and just maybe on the weekends fight crime. And he's like, 
Toad is like, cool. All right. Well, Toads yeah. understand. And and Peter's like, this is a test, right? He's like, yeah, yeah, it's totally a test. You you you, you totally did great, passed. man. You did great. Like, see you later. Like, why don't you go wait in the car? I'll send Happy out in a moment. And Happy walks up. And he's like, this was not a test. This was not a test. Like, what do we do now? He's like, there's and like the door opens behind him, and you see like all these reporters, and it's Pepper coming through the door, like. They're gonna eat me alive. We okay, need... man. Like they're expecting some big news. He's like, uh, Tony's like, all right. Do you, Happy? Do you still have that ring? And Pepper's like, really? He's like, yeah. And Happy's like, yeah, I've had the ring since two thousand eight. Here you go. And it's an engagement ring. Uh huh. And Pepper's like, this is bullshit. No, no, no way. She's like, I have a better idea. And then, but they... you don't know what the better idea is. And so they walk through the door together. Mm-hmm. And then, um. We kind of, like, cut out back home. Peter walks in his room, and there's a bag, like a brown paper sack. Mm -hmm. That says, this belongs to you. T.S. And it's his suit. And he puts it on. And he's, like, trying it on and flexing, and it's great. And all of a sudden, you hear, like, May go, hey, Peter, there's a... And she opens the door, and she's like, what What the fuck? (laughs) And, like, the movie (laughs) But she bleeps out the fuck part. Well, the movie just cuts Mm -hmm. during the F. And it's just... Yeah, so and she that's now the end knows. of the movie. Except for like two little cutscenes. One is mm-hmm. like Tombs beating one of the guys he beat up on the Staten Island Ferry. Right. In the um in jail. In and it's like, hey, do you like I have some people, uh, whatever, who might know who, who might know is. who Spider Man who wanna know who Spider Man is. And he's like, if I knew who he was, he'd be dead already. Which like is very big of Tombs to, like, to say. That. To be like, you know what? This kid needs to live his life. Like, that's very big. Or, alternately, the reading is, you don't get to kill him. I, I get, get to, to kill, kill him. <laughs> I think it's really the thing. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And then there's a second credit scene of Captain America being like, patience is very important. Sometimes you wait a long time, and it's very disappointing. And that's what patience is all about. Right, and that's the end of the <laughs> He's like, how many more of these do I have to do? So many more. Yeah, true story. So what do we learn from this movie? I mean, Tom Holland is delightful. As fuck. As is Marissa Tomei. As is Marissa Tomei. As is, I'm gonna say, John Favreau. I mean... He's got his charms. Sure. He knows what he's He's way less delightful than everyone else in this movie. But he's like a curmudgeonly, like relatable character for me at least i mean he's not relatable to me but okay i mean i feel him he's like like, i'm just in this like shitty job forever Mm -hmm. okay okay i see that hand um oscar winner marissa tomei can deliver a great i'm I'm not mad at her for having an oscar at all no (laughs) like frankly i think she's been robbed on more than one occasion right one that she has might not be the performance I would have given it to her for. I, you know what? It's a good performance. But though. it was a fine performance. It was a great performance. And I think and more, I, perform- I, more Oscars need to go to comedic roles. If that That is true. I, I believe that wholeheartedly. It is not bad to enjoy something just because you enjoy it. Not uh, everything that is art needs to be miserable. I, I think more Oscars need to go to uh, superhero movies. Sure. Marissa could get another Oscar for her role as Aunt May. <laughs> for her role as Aunt May. I mean, probably not, but... Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Did we learn anything else? Um, 
who you are inside is only amplified by superhero powers. Yes. I mean, good is, and bad. That that's a real that's a real through line in all superhero. It really is. Ness, is that powers only amplify who you are. Yeah. I mean, the superhero line or the Superman mm-hmm. storyline is like he was raised all American in Kansas. And so he's like truth, justice in the American way. Right. Well, same same with uh, Captain America. Yeah. Like the scientist purposely chose him as the soldier to get the serum because he is willing to, through self-sacrifice, like protect everyone else. Right. And so like you just become who you are, but more, more. so. And honestly, Tony Stark becomes who he is but more so and that's not a good thing in the best way no not in the best way he needs a real redemption arc i'm gonna say he kind of gets one i am a hand wavy uh, i'm hand wavy about uh there's a real like his his redemption yes it is very last minute and hand wavy Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. a lot of therapy sessions that were not addressed. No, he definitely could have spent a few more years. <laughs> I mean, maybe he did, and we just weren't privy to any of it, but like, I think it would be helpful. Yeah. Well, it is, I, I will say in Endgame, when like he almost dies. Doesn't he die in Endgame? Well, he almost dies. He almost and dies then he first. Really dies. <laughs> and then he really dies. Okay. Like, he comes to his own mortality of, like, we did the best we could and we lost. Because mm-hmm. he, like, ends up on the ship with um, Nebula. Okay. Like, almost dying. And then Captain Marvel brings him back at the last possible moment. But, like, yeah, he, he almost died. And so, like, he has a moment of, like, well, my suit wouldn't have saved me. Mm hmm. And everything I did was, like, kind of for nothing because we got our asses kicked by, like, this big purple dude. Right. So, like, what does it all mean? And then he's like, you can use your brain to, like, solve this. hmm Also, I'll point out, in the first Avengers movie, Captain America throws, you know, because Captain America, you know, like you said, famously was willing to sacrifice himself. Right, right, right. He throws in um, Iron Man's face. He's like, "Listen, whenever, whenever the push comes to shove, I don't think you'll make the big play. I don't think you'd be the guy. I don't to think sacrifice. you'd be the will, the guy to step in the grenade." And he's like, "No, I'd be, a fu- I'd be the guy to figure out the way to cut a wire." Like, yeah. And at the end of Avengers One, he takes the nuke up into the like portal mm-hmm. and is willing to sacrifice himself, and only by a fluke doesn't mm-hmm. and that's a big moment for him but that's before this because he like learns nothing from that experience. <laughs> yes he was Other like, than, like i'm fucking immortal yeah that's a that's a bad lesson that's a not bad what lesson. he needed to hear his limbic system is not fully turned on no he's no anything else we learned no no uh Tom Holland and Zendaya are, like, delightful, and I look forward to more of their shenanigans. Their shenanigans are the best shenanigans. Guaranteed. (laughs) And with that, please parent responsibly. Please parent responsibly.